It's New York City. Oh. There's Mario. It's a ah, walking. <laughs> it's a cinematic universe. <laughs> the crossover everyone wanted. <laughs> oh, no. Leon's like, we gotta shoot him in the head. And Mario's like, Gobagoo! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Mario dirty doesn't save us. Stop tainting him. Kai, I need tech help to break into this room. Can you help me out? You did the right thing ca calling me, boss. Hey, do you remember when we injected you with that Venularia vaccine before the mission? We actually injected you with the experimental 5G. If you think hard enough now, you can transform into a mid-sized SUV. Do it, Snake. Become the Ford Explorer that you always were meant to be. Plinchy, I need an analysis on the boss. What can you that kind of info you got on him? <laughs> All right, Snake. Uh, looks like he's got three kids. His wife died a month ago. And uh, looks like he's got a missing toe on his left leg. Lance, I need support over here. Can you send help? Hi, welcome McDonald's. If you can try right now, we have a quarter pounder with cheese, but you can order without the cheese and also get small fries and a milkshake. <laughs> Would you like to get takeout or uh, eat indoors? Oh, wait, we're doing COVID right now. Can't we eat indoors? <sighs> ah! I just wanted to die some, somehow, some way in this, <laughs> this intro. <laughs> Very helpful, very helpful snake. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, today's recording is on Sunday, May 9th. Uh, so happy Mother's Day uh, to everyone that celebrated Mother's Day over Woo! the weekend. Um, other than that, let's jump to the latest news of the week. Uh, quick update on the Demon Slayer movie has officially uh, suppressed 50 billion yen or 458.5 million dollars uh, worldwide in the box office. Uh, so if you haven't watched it yet, please do. It is a pretty good movie. And so good. Uh, if you want to hear an in-depth discussion or a deep dive on it, uh, listen to last week's episode because uh, we spent quite a bit of time uh, talking about uh, what we liked and disliked and what we want to see in a uh, future uh, Demon Slayer uh, anime uh, series. Or yeah, movies, it was a good so. movie. Unless you're kind, then it was a uh, it was an okay movie. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, holy shit! All right, let's not open up that Pandora's box because we'll be here again for another twenty thirty minutes. Um, and then we're gonna move on to some Nintendo news. Uh, so if you haven't heard, uh, there is a Mario movie, uh, coming out soon. And so we have a little bit more information on that. Uh, Nintendo, uh, will, uh, appoint Emolution founder CEO Chris Melodandra as an outside director on, uh, June 29th. And then the movie will open, uh, in 2022. And I do believe Miyamoto is, uh, very, uh, in on this movie. 
he is like in the forefront of everything, the script and uh, how things are going and what's the direction that's going to go on. Um, but I kind of want to open up the floor to you guys. What would you guys like to see out of a Mario movie? Like Mario doesn't really have like a heavy storyline. So like what could a movie possibly entail? Okay. Well, first of all, it should take place in New York and then Bowser should be human. I think the Goombas should have reptilian heads on top of very huge bodies and uh mario should use the super scope as a weapon i think that'd be a really really good movie that's man almost like the 90s one (laughs) no that's it that's all i got it's almost like the the 90s 90s one one. (laughs) so that's what happens when miyamoto isn't like just uh helicopter momming the series (laughs) (laughs) I totally had a different idea. Mm. Um, I sure hope. Like, I imagine, like, you know, <laughs> Mario waking up, next, you know, with his beeping alarm clock. He walks out. He picks up the newspaper in his cul-de-sac. And then, you know, you know, the chomp chomp is like his dog. That's just like, you know, chomp chomping around in his yard. And then, you know, he goes back home in and then, I don't know, there's... He's making breakfast for Princess Peach, and it's like a literal, like, real life <laughs> lousy fuck? father figure type of person, you know, plumber job. <laughs> you might as well just go the whole nine yards. Italian. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he, he's, you know, yeah. he has his foot up while he reads his, like, newspaper, <laughs> drinking his coffee. And then as he goes, he goes, let the go. <laughs> and then he oh just my leaves God. his house. <laughs> All right. I got one concept. Danny DeVito wakes up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I want that. to be. Yeah. Mario and then... Continue. <laughs> I'm sold. What are you talking about? Just as raspy as it could be. <laughs> Get <I'm>, the pasta. <laughs> I'm walking here. Got my goo. Danny DeVito wakes up in a pool of his own blood. He looks to the left. He realizes that his arm is missing. No. This can't be where it all ends. How did it get here? Flashback five weeks. Oh. Start movie. Yes. Well, I mean, it's by the guy who founded Illumination is making all the, like, Minions and Gru movies. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's going to be kid-friendly. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a fun cartoon. Um probably gonna be good right you can totally imagine guru just waking up all grumpy going outside to get his newspaper and his like angry dogs are just like literally the first scene in the first movie (laughs) is it is it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. because he's an evil guy slap on mario skin skin on that you know (laughs) yeah oh boy (laughs) okay question do you guys think now this is a question i've been wondering for this movie, do you think Mario is going to talk? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. They, do you think they'd make him like the minions? Because I think they're going to try to make him a hey, little bit more. Luigi. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well. I think they're going to try to make him more relatable because he's got a, uh, like, I don't know, appeal to the kids, I guess. Yeah, I feel like he would be the main character, not in the sense of the minions, but just like you follow his whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they would do it the way that they did Sonic live action. It's going to be animated. So, like, why oh. wouldn't you follow Mario? Why wouldn't he talk? 
that's and, actually like, a good interact point. with everyone for uh, there's so the many Sonic characters movie. and yeah because <laughs> uh the way they did it is uh a lot of times with these like oh bring a video game in into um a movie adaptation usually there's like a human so that yeah it like, can be like the relatable character that you compare and contrast with yeah but i mean yeah it has to be like like the mushroom kingdom people are like humans and then like all the enemies are are like animated i can't imagine like only yeah, mario like being, and Mario's like yeah hey, like can you imagine just america mario is the only one that's like uh an actor and then everyone else is like animated like that's kind of fucking weird <sighs> you know what i mean so yeah, like all no. of them have to be human except for like bowser and his gang because uh i think we're past the point of slapping uh, a really expensive suit uh to on on a guy and having him have to act out uh, in a suit mm-hmm. a la ninja well, turtles this will be a cartoon though right so they can get know. around uh like all the like the it, nuances of um the sonic move was it's it was taking place in real life it was a live action yeah this isn't really a live action it could be just like a could be just straight animated. animated yeah yeah just full on cartoon okay, but like get around that so you know how we see in any mario game 3d you know mario game you see mario tennis mario golf we always see mario in his same proportions like his legs are all the same like length and all that kind of stuff right okay yeah he's fat that's animated like <laughs> like by illumination you know where they have like a weird like almost like caricature like features do you think mario's gonna look like that iconic mario or oh it's like yes. oh wow like no. they they adapted mario to this no weird... nintendo's hiring this guy right yeah. or not right? hiring so they're like gotta, you do it gotta... no yeah, way. it's gotta it's, be then right then i don't think he's if it's not hire. good enough then it wouldn't be it wouldn't have that nintendo yeah. brand on it, it, it if, if it's like straight animation i agree with kai he won't talk everyone else will talk around him and sometimes for him but mario would stay in the mute that he would always be no. or except for his and whoopee like, uh, other than that well, like, uh, you would uh, see, yeah i would imagine we'd see luigi right <laughs> what the fuck? Luigi talks kind of as walking is <laughs> luigi kind of talks yeah luigi talks more luigi than mario can talk he talks more often when? than mario does because uh in luigi's mansion he he, like he games, has like right? more lines yeah yeah so yeah but mario's still Mario's not a mute. He talks. No, I'm not saying he's a mute, but he's just going to stay within his lines, which is just like his pandit, like screams and yippies and whoopies and, and, and let's go. That's that's it. Charles Barnet is going to have to voice him. And like, you're not going to not have Charles Barnet voice him. And, you know, like maybe Wario comes <sighs> in. Wario talks. He, so, Wario talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wario yeah. talks. Princess Peach talks. Even fucking I mean, Yoshi kind of talks. <laughs> I don't see... <laughs> Flyable, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking like Paper Mario too. Like Luigi talks uh, in Paper Mario. He he's like a full on character, pretty much. Yeah, in Paper Mario, Mario's mute. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's totally but mute. like. See, so Mario's Iconic. often mute, but like Mario wasn't mute in the animated series. Well, yes, but the 90s yeah. is a very troublesome past. That was a wild for, west, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the animated series, by the way. They were pretty good. Oh, yeah. It was, it was like, funny. Was. Oh, yeah. yeah it was, and what it was. Good. But, 
the direction I see them, they want to like kind of retcon the '90s of you know the movie, movie and TV series. Like China. that was the Adam West Batman. Yeah. And right now we want we want Jack, Zack Snyder Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't I can't imagine like if they make like a Zelda movie, I'm gonna think it's the same thing. Where if is it's it animated mute, or not, right? Link is gonna be mute. So because the storylines are so basic that you don't need them, like you don't need the main character to say much to really teach people what's happening. It's so. F- fucking simple like an ape can understand what's going on without having much say in it so yeah. that's the and beauty we've seen like these kind of mute stories like for um like a lot of the pixar movies like uh before like toy stories which are like you know the old man playing the chess for example those are very often uh completely mute or um voiceless uh stories and you can totally tell the narrative of what they want to do what they're thinking yeah so it's possible it's possible it's possible or just get Danny DeVito. I wouldn't DeVito. be surprised if they... Yeah, what if they get Danny DeVito to voice Mario? Well... <laughs> like how they got Ryan Reynolds to voice fucking Pikachu. I, I kind of question Danny DeVito's like... If he if he's really all in on this kind of stuff. Because we signed... There was a lot of people that signed that petition for him to become Detective Pikachu. And we got the signatures and he still didn't want to do it. So, I question... I question him sometimes. It's because Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds was the boy's dad. That's why he had, that's why the voice, that's why Pikachu had that voice. That's Are you dad. saying Danny DeVito can't be a dad? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> he was originally. The dad that they wanted. <laughs> he was originally what it was supposed to be. That's It was supposed to be him. And he fucked up. I signed on that petition. (laughs) That was one of them. But yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it goes. Is there any other Nintendo franchises that you guys would love to see in like a movie format? Because I think uh, Metroid Prime would be an amazing movie. Actually, that's a good one. That would be amazing, like action movie. You got a hot blondie, and no one like, especially for people who don't know what. Metro Prime is. They don't know it's a hot blonde inside the suit to begin yeah, with. Yeah, they just see the yeah. suit. Exactly. Yeah. Lots this of action. Yeah, exploring around, trying to figure out how to, like, you know, uh, get off this uh, station or whatever. And then at the end, takes off the helmet and then you see her. And then the next, the sequel movie would be uh, Zero Suit Samus and, like, the origins of Samus. <laughs> like, I can see a trilogy just, like, building up. Uh, from from and Metroid, you can already see in the movie trailer they're already gonna spoil that her su- that her suit's gonna pop off. Yeah, exactly. Be like, ah, oh yeah, it. just have a little bit of everything for every yeah. person. Yeah, the helmet like it's on the ground with like a crack on it. Like, I, oh I, yeah, dude, we can totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's gonna be that kind of stuff, and then you know, Ridley would not show up until like the third movie, just to fucking like cock tease everyone. So. Okay, big concern about Metroid movies. What if it goes Metroid Other M route? Where, um... Yeah, Zero Suit Samus. There are other characters. There oh. are other... No, Other M is the one where, um, they had, like, Samus be, uh, part of, like, her, uh, her Bounty Hunter Federation force. Mm-hmm. And she talked a lot. And... Oh, and then you can tell it's, it's a woman. Well, no, no, no. It was... It was, like... 
just didn't feel like that super boring. Yeah, they tried oh. to breathe life into her, and it was like, and and when they you got to know her, she was super boring. Oh yeah. no, that's pretty I tough. See. Now that I think about it, there will be very little dialogue throughout the movie because Samus doesn't really communicate with anyone. She's usually like solo for for like you know the games and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to like just have a silent movie of Metroid Prime going going through like an hour and a half, two hours. There are ways around it. You can still have her on her own, but then maybe like in her ear, she has like a, a character she communicates with. Could be. To like make her way through the whatever dungeon she's exploring. Or like having like internal thoughts and you just hear her thoughts. That's because uh, I, I always imagine like her always by herself because that's she's the lone wolf and that's that's how she always is kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that one, I mean, Legend of Zelda is like pretty obvious and I, I am very sure once this Mario movie is out next year that, uh, Legend of Zelda is next on the table with Breath of the Wild 2 coming out. I'm assuming the same year, uh, like it's like what an announcement is like, Hey, we have Breath of the Wild 2 and we're starting production on Legend of Zelda, the movie kind of thing and that you know roadmap. i'd rather not have nintendo spend money on making movies that's just a personal opinion really you know i remember <laughs> reading about this but they were supposed to make a legend of zelda netflix series they were yeah right? and it got canceled yeah it got canceled because it got leaked like someone you know oh. told the media that you know there's gonna be a legend of zelda netflix series and nintendo didn't like that and they completely pulled out of the project because of that yeah nintendo has money like let's not let's not forget they can like not sell like they can go in the red for like the next like 25 30 years and they'll still have money left over oh. to support themselves the so. money printing machine man yeah too, too strong so has, has nintendo made any for... other movies or like series or is no. this mario one gonna be the first one this might be their first like actual okay. nintendo made movie right okay just because seeing how a lot of times i don't end up thinking the movie is better than the game no I but feel this like is the only like, exception is that that Witcher Netflix series is really good. So if it was anything like that, then I'd be like, okay, like this is good. I'm happy. Yeah. But I don't think I would like so I, many times. I don't know. I, I think the po like, the Pokemon Detective Pikachu was like a good start for them. I think that's where they're like basing oh, it off from. Right. Right. You know Detective what I mean? Pikachu. So because that was, was okay. actually quite popular, even though, yeah, it was okay for us, but I think you have to think it in a broader terms where like it's not just us that they're trying to get it's the kids so uh kids are go always going to be excited and then they're going to be like oh my god yay this is so cool and then they're going to grow up with it and then they're going to realize like everything after it sucks just like us <laughs> or like anything after like pokemon the like tenth movie i don't care for it so Oh, other um, video games that turn to movies that I like, uh, the Resident Evil movies. I really like those. Uh, not not the live action ones, the animated ones. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there uh, were animated ones. Yeah, there was... Uh, oh, let me see if I can pull up a title. They usually start like Leon, I believe. Um, oh. It's always Leon, man. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah. live action is a director's wife. Uh, Resident Evil Degeneration. Yeah. That one... Yeah, it was um Ooh, degeneration. 
Degeneration Neon, and it was it was really good. There's three of them. Yeah. Degeneration, Damnation, oh. and Vendetta. See, not, that's oh, an example like of like a Final Fantasy, like, uh, like CG oh, movie. Kinda. Well, for the uh, I mean, it was of its time. It was like 2008, I believe. Oh Oops. shit! So, but for the time, it, it looked pretty good, and uh, it was an original story. And I think that's how you should do um, stories yeah. if you want to like bring it to a movie format. Uh, don't try to like fit a game into a movie. I think just make a a short the world and sweet ends with tale. You. <laughs> yeah, we see how that happens. That was the shame. Or how that goes. Uh, I think I found one of the. I think all the trailers were. <laughs> Fuck! It's Leon again. It's always Leon in this fucking Resident Evil movies, man. <laughs> Can't get rid of this guy. God damn it! I know he's pretty, but fuck. Yeah, he's rocking that '90s haircut, though. It's like House of the Dead, Resident Evil edition. <laughs> Is that Claire? Yeah, she looks a little different. So they're on opposite sides of the airport, and they have to get out together. Oh, that wink! Wow, she's cute. Resident Evil degens. That's us. <laughs> That's us. DJ. That's us. Uh, good old PS3 cutscenes, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking him again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Leon again, baby. There's other characters. Nah, there ain't. Nah, yeah. Chris, who's that? Who gives a fuck about anyone else except Leon? <gasps> CG Damn motion picture. Oh, this is Vendetta. 2017 is one. Oh man, the quality of animation got so much better in the in the, yeah, in the seven you see years. It like rapidly increasing. Yeah, I, I think it was like it's five like years since steps. the la- yeah last movie. Seven, seven, seven. Oh, mm. oh, hey. Speaking of, oh wow, Chris. yeah, it's Chris. <laughs> okay, now Leon comes in. Yeah, <laughs> she is. right. Wow, it's so good. All net, now baby. It's gotten- <laughs> It's New York City. Oh. There's Mario. It's a it's walking. <laughs> it's a cinematic universe. <laughs> the crossover everyone wanted. <laughs> oh, no. Leon's like, we got to shoot him in the head. And Mario's like, Gabagoo. <laughs> Dude, Mario dirty. He doesn't say that. Stop tainting him. Uh, don't tell me you wouldn't watch a movie <laughs> Resident Evil X Super Mario <laughs> yeah it's him damn oh, not in the movie theaters I would watch that <laughs> Super Resident Evil World uh, I would definitely watch it in a movie theater because in the moment Mario comes out just screaming out Gabagoo and then see how everyone reacts <laughs> and everyone stands and applauds <laughs> <laughs> I hate the movie he's a cool guy <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well wow we actually went over time there uh that is all the news that we have uh for this week uh if there's any news that you guys want us to talk about uh please send it to us email is on our website or you can send us a dm on any of our social medias uh and then we'll check it out and then hopefully it will show up on a future podcast uh but let's move on to our media roundup of the week uh this is the segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board uh so first up we have uh, 86 episode 5 uh we get a little bit more context on not just uh 
Undertaker and who he is and how everything came about with him. Uh, but we get more context on the other empire, the one that we're fighting a war against. Uh, and it's been a, a lot of questions answered, but then still a lot more questions that have popped up uh, now that we're almost at the midway point uh, to the season. So I'll open up the floor for you, everyone here. Uh, what did you guys uh, like, dislike, or any theories you guys have uh, for from this week's episode of 86? Uh, I knew the war wasn't going to be done like in two years. <laughs> Good oh, to get yeah. confirmation on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do they know? And then they don't know shit. And they're just showing that Lena and her country are super ignorant, thinking that everyone's more dumb than they are for whatever reason. They're just, so high in their high horrors. Yeah. Well, is that too? And like the fact that they just don't want to face reality. They, I, th- I think like a little part of them like know how grim things are but like when you just look away and you just you know hide it you know what the war is not so grim anymore we actually have like good stuff to uh to have in this country but you know this this country will you know die out in the next couple of years because of it i'm glad they didn't like try to <laughs> pretend as if the if the war was gonna end in two years like until maybe oh, like the yeah. end of the season and they like, like oh boom yeah nah, dude, the war is gonna keep going I'm glad they got that out of the way already. Yeah. So we don't yeah. expect it. What do you guys think about um, Undertaker's brother and what he has in store for us? Like, I really like that. Um, it makes the fight more personal because that's something that I feel like was missing. And maybe uh-huh. that's the reason why the the fight seems seems so short. I had this thought that you're just fighting like soulless robots so mm-hmm. um like the real uh, one of the biggest drives in a good fight is like the personal um the conflict of personal interests when uh two forces fight each other and when you're just fighting like lifeless robots it's like whatever you're just breaking machines but then when you throw in like a human connection it makes it a lot more personal because um it, it sounds like undertaker one of his big drives is to seek out his brother who so the robots kill pilots they steal their heads and then they use the heads to like bolster their own intelligence so they mm-hmm. integrate them into their their own forces it sounds like yeah so mm-hmm. that makes it a lot more personal for undertaker to want to keep winning so they can one day find his brother and uh pretty much just put him out of his misery yeah and it, it does explain why like in that first episode like the the black guy that died he like i mean he's dead but then he still like went up and like shot him yeah. like one time bop, in the bop. head yeah it's just a destroy that's the interesting so uh to see that come for a circle like uh it was a pretty good like revealing like type lore like most times it's not yeah. that kind of revealing lore it's just like oh we're gonna say it or we're gonna talk about it but to see it like actually happen on the battlefield like with lena and her nine not wanting to shut off the the communication and her having to hear uh it firsthand what undertaker has been hearing for i assume mm-hmm. five plus years now like uh was was a pretty good way to like really like hone it in it's like yeah it's not just robots that we're fighting against it's it's something bigger than that and uh you and the rest of the, you know the people of magnolia are uh shying away from this conflict and that's going to be your downfall i was like just that weight of just like how bleak everything is because of who we are as a like a society is like 
I thought that was a pretty uh, good way to uh, get to the midway point of the season. I'm wondering if they're going to, like, I want to see if they're going to show their, like, the base where the the enemies come from like the processing factory of where they decapitate like the heads and how yeah. they integrate it into their <laughs> systems like i feel like enemies nowadays are kind of show the glimpse of that really dark stuff too just to like yeah give us that emotional like oh god oh no you mm-hmm. know that feeling this has been happening this whole time for yeah, sure exactly and i'm hoping they're gonna dive into that i yeah i think with his brother too. His brothers being on like the east side of like uh, whatever battlefield they're at. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna get to the point where like uh, Undertaker is gonna get a glimpse of like his brother, his voice, or like he sees like his like emblem on like one of the machines or something like that. And then they're gonna like rush towards that side, and that's where everyone is like slowly building up uh, uh, the robots and the brains to uh, to pretty much destroy Magnolia in one shot. So it's happening. I don't know if it's going to happen like this season, though. That's just the thing. I think the brother is, uh, is the live human brain there that he that Undertaker mentions to Lena. Mm-hmm. So I don't Could know be. if he said that the the commanding legions, whatever, are on the field too, or if they're like far away. Because Undertaker spoke about how like, oh, these are the only ones that you can see. There's more. Yeah, like, yeah. Far away. There's like an actually like to their base. hierarchy platoon kind of thing yeah. going on. Yeah. So I yeah, it has to be. It has to be that point where like whatever happened to the brother, he he he's on the other side now and he's commanding a big troop mm-hmm. of these uh these robots to to attack uh, Magnolia. Whether it be by and his own volition though, who knows? Lena's gonna help Undertaker get get the necessary either information or supplies needed for his team to go get revenge for his brother and then that's how we're going to see the legion headquarters or whatever yeah lena's going to supply him with a kiss that's about it so i can't see it's so hard to see lena get anything like her whole society is like don't stop wasting your time don't do it you're wasting you're wasting time and energy it's like you're wasting government money stop you can't do it like it's just so like well who's gonna help her like that's like it's such a big deal like if we get someone like to like be like understanding and like on the same page as her then oh yeah all hell breaks loose with what she can like send uh the 86 team with uh with supplies and and information but Mm -hmm. until then like I'm just she's just going to be there screaming all the time you know so I mean do any of you guys have any positive feelings with her falling in love with Undertaker and that scene where she's like seeing herself and Undertaker kissing in the shadow um yeah I'm I'm not that invested in the romance okay that's good I'm invested in their bond but yeah I just wanted to make sure because I didn't want to be like bashing on it and someone's like i ship them i want them to fall in love and blah, 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 nah. blah, which is fine nah. i just don't want to i I, I get the same vibes like a kamiga kill where like there is like shippings and relationships but like the point of this show is that like you're gonna die for what you want you believe in or what you want to protect so yeah like they may like get some type of relationship at the end of the day like one or both are gonna die 
by the end of the story. So, uh, and I hope it's Lena. (laughs) Come on, my boy Undertaker, stay alive, (laughs) stay alive, (laughs) my boy. The genre just doesn't really fit for romance. It's not. This isn't Romeo and Juliet, where it's like a forbidden love. The focus is clearly on you know the war. No, but and, she's uh, totally like riding that Romeo and Juliet Juliet high. She can all. She's constantly talking with him. I can't. I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of getting annoyed. Like the other eighty six. Like, come on, like take a break. <laughs> I, I think it's both. <laughs> you I think it's. I think it's both. Like, yeah, she does have like an affection for him, but it's also like she's never met anyone like these people right like that's true yeah like it's always been the people of magnolia that she has had contact with so and the fact that she's been saved by one of the 86 when she was a child it's yeah. just like that she's got more of yeah. a connection to those exactly that that's nice i like that point that yeah. she has connection with the 86 and of course it has to be fucking undertaker's brother uh, the one yeah, that, that saves little, her. Okay, that was a on little the nose. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That ending scene though has got me like, yeah, what's going on? Because that looked like his brother, like, it's choking him out. Yeah, and he's got that huge scar on his neck. It looked like he got like his head like lopped off. So like, like what's what's going on? Uh, I, I think yeah. eighty six is actually my favorite like anime uh, this week uh, with all the animes that we watched. Because I was like, man. It's like everything's so perfect. The lore has been building up perfectly. The pacing's been pretty good as well. Has it? We haven't really like wasted too much time. So uh, I'm expecting us to like finally hit like a like an actual big battle. Now, now knowing that uh, the the black sheep or whatever that power is like act, like an actual thing, and we will run into that problem. So uh, more nuance for the number eighty six. Um, eighty six is an American English slang. It means an item or a person that is no longer available or welcome on this premise. For example, restaurants might put this menu item has been 86. It is been cut from our menu oh. or um, huh. this this, uh, this well, worker on our business has been 86. We have uh, cut ties with them. All right. Yeah. Why? I've actually have heard that before. Uh, yeah. I didn't make that connection. Yeah, we do that often. We say 86 all the time at work. Huh. Huh. That's, that's interesting. Wow. All right. Next time I, me and Lance are in bed, I'll tell him he's 86. <laughs> <laughs> or you just slam the door on me like you usually do. Whichever one. No, yeah. I don't even, I already changed the locks and I've been allowed to <laughs> Okay. Uh, so let's move on to uh, the next anime My Hero Academia, season five, episode seven. Uh, we're continuing on with the Battle of Class 1A, 1B with match three. Uh, of course, we wasted like half the episode with a whole bunch of uh, uh, brouhaha and uh, gobbledygook and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and metamorphosis. <laughs> and then uh, we finally started the battle uh, with uh, Team Ida versus uh, Team, I don't remember whoever the fuck the other people are. Whoever the side. fuck. Uh, Softman. Tetsu yeah, Tetsu. So- oh, yeah. Tetsu Tetsu. tetsu, tetsu. tetsu. Yeah, there you go. Team Tetsu 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 Tetsu. Uh, so Mud Man. I'll open up the floor for everyone again. Uh, what did you guys? Uh, I'll probably dislike about this episode this week. I don't care about these people. Better in manga. It's a good anime, and the animation is nice, but it's just a filler at this point. Yeah. Until All Might's like, I am here quietly, and then they talk, and then Baku goes like, "You're a fucking idiot," and then that's it. <laughs> it's like one. It's like 
a page and a half in the manga and it's like fucking eight minutes in the anime because we get that flashback of deku like i lost control it's like, yeah. oh, okay yep he did the mirror the, yeah <laughs> Whoa, yeah okay. <laughs> you said uh but yeah other than that though uh, what'd you guys think about like Ida and like his new power up? Oh, that yeah, he ripped off Dude, his, his load engines. His, that's so fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it when I was reading the manga. I thought like he was like slowly, like breaking it to like you know how like you like when you're working out you like uh like yeah. break the tear muscles muscle, tear muscles fibers. and then it like rebuilds and stuff like that so i thought that's what he was doing yeah, they rebuild but, stronger uh yeah now i realize he's literally just ripping out his fucking pipes like, and then he's installing yeah. new ones it's like ripping off your fingernails and telling you telling like oh they'll grow back harder and better it and then it did no no it didn't even grow back he literally just installed new ones so like he literally ripped off his fingernails no, it grows he, back no he made he, a big he's one. saying it grows Was it back. growing back? It's so big. Yeah, he's though. like the brother is like you take it off. It's a, it, it's been passed down, and uh, you train, and you t- you pull it out, and then new ones that can support the new like whatever engine. Those muffins uh, are so big, <laughs> dude. Yeah, they grew so like that because that's part of his body. I thought he was like a yeah. cyborg or something. No, it's that's his quirk. Dude, He's that, got engine like legs, and then like you gotta something? pull it out. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, it's a that's weird so fucking gross. quirk. His engine, like that muffler, is so it's like ten times the size of what he originally had. Holy shit! It's like the concept of the muscle fiber, and where you you tear it, and then they grow back a little bit stronger. But that's then ridiculous. Guess, yeah. Exaggerated a million times over because it's yeah it's all growing in your legs that exhaust with an engine inside <laughs> ignition and it's yeah ridiculous. but he's cool he's a he cool character up. <laughs> so freaky they're all a little freaky so i like his voice actor a lot he does Ida really well yeah i, I always like his like his he's hand. always moving his hands yeah <laughs> like he just put a little like cutting board and so like some vegetables he can be just chopping up all the vegetables <laughs> He's so aggressive, but very nice. He's a good boy. It's boring, dude. I can barely remember the episode. I'm just like, eh. Because it's the typical, like... It's a building episode. main character. <laughs> yeah, Two minutes much. of IRL action happening in the span of, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Todoroki ice, Mudman melt, and then Ida escapes. I think that's literally just what happened <laughs> yeah that's no, that's all that happened and then like a few people like uh they get into their own fights and Ida's like yeah i'm gonna show up I i'm think. not stuck fuck you <laughs> then again though like another like example of todoroki even though he's supposed to be like part of, like the big three within class 1a but like i don't know like these past like couple of seasons todoroki's been kind of useless in like a lot of things so like even though he's supposed to be one of the strongest like powers uh ever seen in uh the ua like he's been losing quite a bit yeah. and like even his powers are just kind of getting nullified people just kind of get around it just kind of like uh. it's not the it's not the physical battle that he's fighting it's the, it's mental, the mental and emotional yeah. battle yeah no Toroki's getting that gohan treatment like um <laughs> you know he had his high moment he had his uh his his perfect cell fight 
And now it's like, how do we keep this guy relevant? Yeah. <laughs> Make his what dad the number this? one hero. That's <laughs> Give his dad his screen time. That's it. And have, have Todoroki be like, dad. Or I forget what he said. He's, he's like, he said something. And then it was wow. like, wow, he cares about his dad. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Fucking shade on Todoroki. I didn't mean to, to open up Pandora's box when I mentioned Todoroki <laughs> like that. But, I mean, uh, you're right, though. He hasn't been doing no, anything. You're right. but Yeah. <laughs> for now. For now. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it sounds like we exhausted uh, <laughs> anything out of this, uh, this week's episode of My Hero. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, the last anime we have on the media roundup. Uh, it was just added in uh, Dragon's House Hunting or uh, Dragon Iwa Kao. Uh, Kai, I God believe. God damn it, you like <laughs> butchered it even worse. Yeah, wow. Well, that was like, <laughs> that was uh, something. <laughs> we watch anime, okay? Japanese. Uh, all right, Kai, will you say it then? Dragon Iwa Kao. Dragon buys a house. <laughs> Dragon Dragon's house hunting. hunting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I believe kind of put this on. This? Yeah, we just didn't watch this week's last... episode. Yeah. Come this on. Is it's like, honestly, like, I don't want to spoil this week's episode because you haven't watched this week's episode. But Is like, that good oh, that like, you don't oh, want to like spoil it? <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, honestly, because like. Just say it. We're going to watch it right after this podcast. <laughs> It's been a pretty subpar show, like overall. It's funny, it's cute, uh-huh. but it's not like well, yeah. it's, it'll definitely not make it on the right, top right. ten ranking. No, right? it has a hook and this, it knows what it is. Yeah, and I think, but this week's episode, out of a lot of the animes that we watched this week, I think I laughed the most out of uh, this week's Dragon Goes House Hunting. Wow, that's a bold statement, Cod. It's a bold statement. It was that good, in my opinion. All right, well, like, I, I don't care for spoilers. Plenty, do you care for spoilers? I kind of want to hear, like, what your reasoning is. So I'll take my headset off. All right, yeah, you can go, say it. And you ahead, can give your, me a thumbs up. Okay. All right, go ahead, take your headset off. All right, go ahead, Kai. Why? Okay, so it's actually oh God, uh, the backstory of Deraria, the, the demon lord, uh-huh. and why he became a demon lord. And how he didn't really want to become a demon lord. He literally became a demon lordship from like, you know, those uh, shopping district lottery things where you like spin the, the bingo thing and then yeah. you get like a ball. Yeah, and he literally won a demon ship when he was like trying to get like a, a, like a, a book on why these certain rats have buck teeth or something. <laughs> what the? And they were like, fuck? they were like, yes, you're the new demon lord. And then he's like, um, I don't really want to do this. And basically, he has to like now. He it's like a backstory, a background of why he has to like deal with all these kinds of things. Uh-huh. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty <laughs> it's, it definitely diverges away from our usual like, like pathetic red dragon. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty fucked up for you to say. But it, it's pretty true. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. I think we're good, right? We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. 
<laughs> you gotta meet yourself, Lynchy. There you go. Welcome okay. back, Lynchy. Yeah, there it is. All right. Well, I just got to look at you guys react. I was like, "What's happening?" Don't worry. Ninety-five <laughs> percent of it are, was fake. <laughs> yeah, all of us were just like pretending to laugh the whole time to make you think it was interesting. We actually weren't even talking about the show. We were just talking about something else. <laughs> we were just describing what we ate. <laughs> all right. Well, I can't tell when you're joking. Uh, I guess <laughs> stuff like that. There goes uh, dragon house hunting. Uh, Kai's uh, plea for everyone to watch the show or just this week in general. I, I guess. Um, but yeah, had, so important he had to put it in in the script the very last minute. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, from that we show. Uh, move on from the media roundup. Uh, if there is an anime or manga or light novel or whatever uh, form of entertainment you think we should uh, watch or read, uh, let us know. Send us a DM or you can even email us on our website uh, and then uh, we'll check it out and then maybe uh, we'll discuss it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the anime ranking board uh, for the spring season. If you don't know what this is, before the season started, we handpicked 10 animes uh, bef uh, before the season started and then every week from, from then on we uh, uh, rank them 1 through 10 uh, to see who wins uh, We Power Hour Supremacy uh, so uh, for this week's winner uh, they will get uh, one free tech support from Kai and that means they don't get any tech support so uh, let's hope Let's see who wins that <laughs> illustrious coupon from uh, Kai. Wow. <laughs> uh, but now, disclaimer, Kai's actually good with tech, so you'll get a pretty decent bargain. Yeah. But then again, he uh, might also never answer you because he's sleeping. So, uh, <laughs> yep, that's yeah. true. That's uh, true. Be that what it may. Uh, but let's uh, start our board. We always start on the bottom and at 10th place. It's been 10th place for majority of the weeks. I think this is already the third week in a row. This show has been down there, but the war ends with you. The animation uh, comes in at tenth place again. The animation. Uh, I don't even have to look at the voting chart because I know what it is. Tenth places across the board for from everyone, uh, and we will go. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, we will go to our uh, the war ends with you expert uh, Kai for his uh, riveting and very deep analysis on this week's episode. Uh, go ahead, Kai. All right, good uh, good talk. Moving on to ninth place on this <laughs> week's uh, anime Amazing. power board. <laughs> All right, does anyone else have anything to say about the words with you before we move on? Why did Kai, when we were watching this episode, Yeah. Right at the end, I think the ending was Neku finding out that uh, Joshua is the one that killed him. Joshua. Yeah. That's the ending, right? That's the ending scene. Yeah, yeah, and something like that, yeah. That's like the big reveal. And then Kai right away is like, just play the game, guys. Just play the game. <laughs> Why? Like... Do they do it's, they do that the reveal the Shiki better? Reveal, dude. It's this. It's completely the same as the Shiki. Not wasn't really in Shiki's body reveal. It's like like I. Is it I, underwhelming? Like after I anime? watched that anime, I actually played it more. Um, 
the world ends with you in bed until I fall asleep. And I'm mm. playing it, and I'm like, I really like Shiki's interaction with Neku, and like the like the amount of it, the copious amount mm. of it, and even like um, with mm. Yashua, like in the game. There's a lot of interactions with him, but you hate him for the most part. You, he's tolerable, but I hate him because like he's mm-hmm. honestly a fucking dick in the game. Like the shit he says is like honestly, wow, what a dick! Like what a what a guy! Like, mm. but like, <laughs> anime doesn't really show that too much. It's more like oh, yeah. he's kind of like a, a petty they guy. Make him, I guess. They try really hard to make it ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. if anything, I, I feel like I, I liked him, and then Neku the whole time is like. This guy's a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and the like, audience, you, it's like, I, I, you, don't, you don't know, you don't know, but all you know is that Neku fucking hates him. Like, okay, she, <laughs> yeah. shit, Neku, fine. That's all I get this guy. But, like, hmm. yeah, it, it's really light, it's really shallow on how much they touched up on him, and then they reveal it, and I'm like, come on, like. Hmm. So it just gets the really slow clap. I'm just like, I'm like, They've done dirty. Done my boy dirty. All right. Well, yeah. uh, of course, I will pose it again. We're still on the trading season. Is everyone <laughs> on board with trading it or are we still not unanimous on trading it out? Well, let's go over the candidates for trading. Um, 86. 86. Is uh, yeah. just probably 86. number one on the list. Um I know, like me and Plinchy have been the only ones keeping up on it, but I think Burning Comedy kind of deserves uh, some talking nominations in the top ten. But yeah, I, I think it's know. getting better. Comedy, it's Comedy's getting okay. There. Yeah, like, it's it's not for everyone, but I think it's m- uh, more palatable. It, I guess it would be the same as um, Heaven's Design Team. Like if you hate giving information at the beginning. Comedy is just done with the beginning, though. Like, they'll teach you the rules, and then you just ride, like, the tropes. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh, mind seeing Copity. Uh I watched the first episode with you guys, uh, with Peter, and it was, uh... Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty interesting. Uh, the animation is kind of jank, but also I feel like it has personality in it. Yeah, yeah. I heard you saying that uh, you were trying to find a word and you called it rigid. I think I know what you mean, but I think... It's yeah, kind of like it's it's their own style. Yeah, and I've never they seen kind of play towards like the very like strong, uh, forceful uh, testosterone. I don't yeah, know. yeah. There's like a there's like a weight <laughs> when it comes to uh, the, yeah, those types yeah. It's of very scenes. like oomph yeah. is what they're really trying to go for. Um, but yeah, so that's one of them. Probably uh, I shaved and then I brought a high school girl home. I think that might be another one where. Uh, the the melodrama of the romance uh, is pretty good, and I think you guys uh, would be interested to see how uh, everything comes about. Uh, especially with last week's or uh, this past week's episode, I thought that was probably uh, the best episode yet. It really showed a lot of uh, the high school girl uh, Sayu and then the uh, other people around uh, Yoshida's uh, circle. So uh, that's always one, and you know, Lance needs like his romance uh, somewhere. So to be able to watch that a week in a week out like well, that. Hey, there's romance in eighty six. I'm pretty down for that. That's uh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> that's disrespectful. <laughs> so many levels. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what I'm concerned about is um, uh, one. I feel like we need a uh, a shitty anime 
in the top 10. I think it's very important that we have at least one loser. But also, um, I am weary of just replacing it with an anime that uh, not all of us are going to be behind. So then it's just going to keep the, the tradition going of this anime being like the loser. Yeah, that's why. Like, oh, like we can go like both. We replace the tenth place with another with tenth, tenth place. place. Yeah. yeah, I don't think eighty six is. Well, I, why don't I also? Place, I feel like combats are uh, full dive. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We're so split. I can't. I can't speak for everyone because I'll speak for myself, and then Kai be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. Well, sounds like we're still. Uh, pretty uh think, split wait so wait what's what's stopping us from putting 86 in here and taking out um it has to be unanimous decision by the four of us against putting 86 in here me because i feel like i enjoy it in the media roundup if i start thinking of it in terms of like how it ranks up compared to everyone else it's going to take away my I enjoyment know. of it it's in t- it, like these, these top tens are in a totally different lens of like yeah comparing it from the episode before rather than like what it's become up till now yep you're right but, on that but it sounds like uh, you, it's just, yeah we're, we're not all on the same boat on this one so yeah but meanwhile like world ends with you it's just like a dead fish so it's like yeah. it really should be replaced with something <laughs> something maybe it's not 86 if not 86, I'd be okay with like um, what Peter said, Kabaddi, or um, because like, or even Mashiro no Oto. Oh, there's uh, Shamisen. Yeah. Yeah. Rare, know, rare to have music in yeah. I mean, he's barely seen Mashiro no Oto, so he's only seen mm-hmm. like glimpses. At this point, we might as well piss Kai off and just put Nagatoro san on it. <laughs> Eternally tenth place, dude. If you put that, let's see. So, not if I put it first. <laughs> see, Nagatoro is going to be interesting if we put in the top ten because I would probably rank it high, actually. But the only, but then it's going to get really annoying because my only uh, way I can describe it is that it's uh, better than the manga. And that's why it would be so high I don't, I don't think well. it's ever going to do anything different than just keep being better than the manga yep this, this is this is like out of left field and I I don't think it deserves 10th place but I think it's actually interesting to watch uh, Super Cub don't know why but this show is <laughs> like not anything I expected it from <sighs> and I've watched a lot of anime and read a lot of manga and it hit it was showing me the tropes to go in a certain direction but it's completely different than what i expected uh and i think it might be interesting enough to talk about but i don't know to be able to talk about for the next uh seven do these weeks. get better though these, these oh no they absolutely get worse the the wrinkles on their faces yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're not this, they're, they're this hey, way. Peter, guess who I am? <laughs> no, they're like <laughs> that's no, why I hate like it so much. No, the lines yeah. are the lines are uh, horizontal. The fuck are you guys? Article. I'm <laughs> I think I'm thinking of another girl. There's like multiple girls with like different uh, wrinkles. The main girl. Oh, main I girl. I call them yeah. stretch marks because yeah. they are literally yeah stretching on the y-axis, going up and down. <laughs> uh, 
but uh it sounds like because we all know math yeah it sounds like uh we don't really have anything concrete so uh it looks like we'll probably keep the ones with you uh (laughs) for the rest this might be the rest of the top 10. not unless we can get on a unanimous vote uh we still have one more week next week but after that uh we are stuck with the 10 that we have uh so We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Kai's dancing. I don't know why. <laughs> he's he's the, the <laughs> forefront of wanting to get rid of the word ends with you on the top 10, but he's dancing, so I can't you know, tell if he's happy. Is, uh, Kai's a masochist, and he just loves to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so he says the person that enjoys Nagatoro, goddamn. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, you got, yeah, you got <laughs> you there. Really argue against that. <laughs> <laughs> We're all but Let's, let's be real. Nagatoro was slaughtered. The world ends with you. Yeah, it's head. consistent and it, it, it like, consistently yeah, decent and it's not based off of a video bad. game and tries really hard. <laughs> like, let's put it in a really good way that they're cherry picking. I, I haven't read the manga, but I believe what you guys are saying, how just if you the best want, scenes. like, yeah, if it was just the anime, the manga wouldn't be as long. Mm-hmm. How many volumes are there? I think they're already up to like uh, 10 volumes in uh, Nagatora's on. Something like a hundred chapters, I think. Yeah. 10 plus volumes. Usually it'll be uh, like 82 any... chapters. Yeah. Yeah. 10 volumes. chapters. Yep. Wow. Anywhere from like six to like, like each 10 episode? chapters. Do you say like each episode is a chapter or two? Uh, like maybe three. I think they three? have three chapters. Uh, yeah. Three of the very best chapters they could pick, they put into an episode. Wow. Because they've left out a lot of like stinker chapters, I've noticed, which I think was a smart move. Yeah, I think me and Lance are talking about it too, but they they cut out a lot of the the really aggressive chapters where she's not where she's super mean. Yeah, yeah where, she's just straight where there's like r- like real no like oh <laughs> like the bittersweet, but just straight bitter. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, like, no that sweet it's really that. nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that bad, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, it's it, especially in the beginning. It, it's it's pretty rough. Not not just her too, but her friends. Um, I can see why oh, they right. haven't really added the friends uh, as often uh, in this show, just because uh, the friends are the three of them together. It, it, it gets pretty bad. Yeah, they they gang up and gang yeah. up on him quite a bit, and uh, you you feel really bad for him because he has like no friends. So he has like yeah, no one to really turn his own against the three of them. And then um, even when the friends showed up, I was shocked. Like I remember this chapter, and I remember thinking, "Whoa, the the two Nagato's two friends are horrible. Why are they? Why is she friends with them?" But in this one, they were at least like uh, the same same chapter, but in anime form. They were able to present the girls. Maybe it was the voice acting, and also like the animations, the coloration mm. of uh, being able to see them in motion. But uh, they don't come across as nearly as uh demonic ferocious yeah. yeah as they are in the manga they come across as more like oh they're just like really mean-spirited <laughs> girls versus like actually like villainous yeah right they're just playing around yeah yeah they I mean, know they did a bad thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah so well we'll see how that goes we'll see if we ever traded out uh my guess would be no so uh we'll see the ones with you 10th place for the probably the rest of the majority of the <laughs> top 10 so can't imagine it ever getting better uh but let's move on uh to ninth place uh juron the princess of snow and blood dropped down uh three spots from sixth place last week 
uh, looking at everyone's votes. Eighth place from Kai, seventh place from Lance, seventh place from Plinchy, and then ninth place from me. Uh, so I'll start this out. I'm on the bottom uh, for this show this week, uh, like I was last week as well. Uh, and just as uh, we we all predicted last week, you know, it was all, it was going to go one way or the other. Uh, either Yuki uh, dies and then we go the Asahi route or she survives. Oh, great. She survives. And uh, of course, now they have to run away from New Way because uh, they, you know, you can't run away from the the evil organization without having to die first kind of thing and uh yeah i'm just i don't know i'm just i'm just exhausted from any of this like i'm not like i'm not particularly excited that yuki survives and then now she runs away with asahi and now i'm kind of led to believe that like elena is not truly dead and makoto is somehow going to get out alive in that uh forest even though she's like hallucinating because she's on a thousand like pain meds um because she's got yeah. the three crystals in her box so i feel like last like last ditch effort she's gonna take one of them and somehow survive i'm thinking so yeah and then mm. the three of them are gonna meet up and then obviously like now is gonna be them having to fight off uh the government to protect themselves or to to uh stop whatever the prime minister or emperor or whatever he is uh, wants to do but then i i don't get why they would care i i feel like they would care for their own safety and protection but other than that that's not going to make it another you know the rest of the season um and their uh their boss i always forget the boss's uh boss's name the man uh, the voice yeah Jin, their, oh, their yeah. boss that gives them the missions i i even he is like not on board with what the government wants uh just seeing from that scene where like he just went up straight to the police officers and literally just mm-hmm. shot them right in the head which was the best scene uh of juron uh for for this week and i do think this yeah. week's episode is a lot better than last week's but like i'm just i'm not happy with the direction yeah. i'm not happy to like i don't even see like where i would be happy with the girls getting back together or yeah. even not just where they go from there um because now like now i know for sure asa he's not gonna get better she's just gonna be uh, a fucking yeah. child for the rest of the show and then she just she's gonna get caught up in something and then yuki's gonna have to save her or i mean she doesn't even want to go by yuki right so just, just call her sawa so sawa <sighs> yeah so, i feel the same yeah. I, uh, I, I don't see the, a bright future for this show, and I like, I, I was really like interested in getting onto like this week's episode because I, I want to hear from like Plinchy or Lance if you guys see anything different to where like there's a silver lining from this episode that I'm not seeing, uh, but like especially for like me and and Kai, uh, we don't see it whatsoever. Now, that's a tricky it's a tricky show because right now um the plot it feels quite aimless um i think the hardest stories to get behind are ones where the protagonist has no um agency mm-hmm. uh yuki's entire story right now ever since she got her revenge she's been stopped dead in her tracks so she has no goal she has no um yeah uh, enemy to hunt down she has no um no purpose uh, like no end no end game in yeah. mind she's just in existence so um 
surviving uh, and faking her death that just puts her in a precarious position where I'm like, what is there left to talk about for her? She should just go into hiding and just live peacefully <laughs> away from the plot of the story. But then that's mm-hmm. not why we're watching. We want to watch because uh, there has to be, you know, a purpose in mind for the show. Yep. So, it, yeah, this is a very tricky show. I think Elena really is dead. I think it was important to show um, how dangerous Nui is, that they are a take-no-prisoners kind of organization that will turn on turn a, on a dime on their own people oh. if uh, at the first time of trouble. So, uh, then that just makes me feel like they're very, like, black and white evil people. I, I can agree to that, but then I also think, like, like Makoto already thought like a whole bunch of steps ahead when he handed Asahi the pills uh, to kill Yuki for a couple of hours and then dig her out. So how far does Makoto see? What alliance is she with? And then what's her end game? So I I just, I don't know why, but I have a feeling that she also, like I don't even think Elena's pregnant now at this point. I think it was just a way for Elena to talk to 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 Yuki to try to get her to think about leaving the new way so the three of them leave you know separately but all, but then they'll end up being together at the end of that road because obviously they all leave together uh it just puts a big target on their back but now since they all left separately elena is pregnant but dead makato was supposed to leave the country but got shot in the car now dead and now yuki just died of a sudden heart attack like new way can't like pin any of them together kind of thing they all died differently in different circumstances and then oh all of a sudden the three of them are together and now they're defying us and blah 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 like that's like that's all i can see it as like it's, it's like yeah, it's hard press for it me goes to back to my um my argument of like what do the characters want because say elena is alive why would she want to rejoin the fight there's no reason for her to so really it just yeah, i think she's her dead. to be dead just because, um, like, the Jin guy, he talks about... That's, that's they why. should. They, they really should. should. That, I think that, it's that's nice what I'm themselves into a corner here. It has to be all three are dead or, like, now all three are alive. It's hard for me to believe, like, it's what, like, two are alive, one is dead, one is alive, two is dead. Well, well the only person who knows what they want is Makoto, but we don't we know, don't what, know she what she wants. wants. So, yeah. it's hard to root for her. Yeah, I don't like this show. It, like the aesthetics the style and everything is good but like the storytelling is kind of not what i want it to be it's it's hard to swallow and i and i get this week's is like a building episode to like like kind of get back from uh, yeah. where we were from before and like kind of starting over like a new plot line or like a a new arc but like shit your last arc was so like small and it almost feels insignificant now like I don't mm-hmm. even feel like it was a win what that we killed that? Genome and like see like the only thing I felt great was like oh we saw the brother and then we saw what happened to him and we saw he was getting uh sucked hard but like other than that I like I don't know everything leading up to it and then this week is uh pretty underwhelming I'm not excited to like <laughs> as I was last week that that single strand of hope of like it yeah, could be so is... good yeah um, like, i don't feel that anymore yeah but I, I wouldn't be surprised i guess like i guess there is that hope of like oh it'd be nice if they pulled something out of their ass 
in the next few episodes or by yeah. the end of the finale that makes it all worth like that'd be so nice yeah it, but the, I, I don't know how the order of like them like telling all these plot lines it feels all over the place and i hope that's like on purpose and then there's like some kind of end game to it because like all this that's happening this week it felt like it could have happened before they even ran into genome kind of thing mm -hmm. where like yeah. they all like they all had to go their separate ways and they all die and they all get back together or somehow or like only two of them get back together and then they killed genome like I, I i can like rearrange some of these episodes and i still feel like i can uh still tell the story of juran and I don't think that's a good thing to do for you know uh for what you're trying to get out with this show so i don't know yeah the main plot points are very disjointed because i mean if you, you spread them all on a table and you look at them they don't really make a cohesive flowing plot um i do still feel that sliver of hope um that they could piece it together but you know it's, it's slipping farther and farther away every episode yeah it passes. really is yeah like so. we, we get new information then it's like wait wait what are you doing, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, stop jen really annoyed me this episode like i he's giving me the makoto treatment where i'm like what are he's you thinking he man is. yeah it's like who are you really because like he kills the doctor mercilessly this innocent guy and then he saves some random dude in the alley because yeah. of like, the way the police act. Like, yeah. where's your head, dude? Where's you know your that, like, alliance? That's what I'm like, yeah. more curious about. That method of establishing character by, like, there's two, two ways. You can do it by dialogue and you can do it by action. And I think instead of dialogue, they're just like, just, just show him doing stuff and that's his character. Like, well... Okay you know so, like, going on that he says yeah going on that it's just it's conflicting of interest like his dialogue is different than what his actions mm. are and like you i know, know so, so it's like what's, why are you making me watch this i don't understand <laughs> who are you <laughs> yeah i i, I don't I, I don't know this, yeah it's this show is definitely a wild card i don't know what to really think of it like at least in the world ends with you <laughs> we know what's going on do we? No, we don't. Kai, we no, only we know what's going on because we trained it. What are you talking about? I have to about? ask you questions. And you're even like, dude, they're not explaining anything. They don't talk about the pins. They don't talk about the, the player. They don't talk about the moves. They don't talk about the combo moves. They don't talk about fucking... Yeah, what did they talk about in Juron? Yeah, I haven't talked Kai. about they've, 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 uh, There's at least, I guess, some characters have some backstory, but I have no idea. Kai. Like what the, the what the goal of this show is look you're right on that but you literally just said hey i know my childhood do you hey, guys I'm know my childhood the podcast spicy how the hell oh, well <laughs> i'm just trying to make this spicy because you know <laughs> but i i feel like these so two next shows episode, are nah. the uh, next bottom. episode of draw on is either a time skip or more suffering I don't think I can handle any more I suffering. I vote more suffering. See, I think, I think so time too. skip is out the window. <laughs> but it would point. be better for my heart and mental being if they did a time skip and we're just like, 
Refresh the slate. Fucking please. Have a new path. I don't want to see child Asahi anymore. No good. No. Bueno. There's no but time get skip. Why? Because we had the scene with the emperor, prime minister. Literally, it's telling oh. you this is the next plot line. He is evil yeah. and he has an agenda to take care of. He's not going to wait five, ten years for Asahi to get better. He's going to do it now. <laughs> he wants it. He literally couldn't even listen. I don't even, even care about Asahi. That's yeah. just like the only thing I can think that would make her better. Like swallow blue crystal and no. like do something. Just for... yeah. Well, it there's okay. three crystals. And if Elena and Makito three. survive, that's two. And then also he can have the third one. Elena is dead, dude. I don't know what to tell you. The last one is for the for the friggin' emperor. No, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> or Jin. Way too much or time Jin. on this shitty anime. I don't like Jin. Fuck like, predicting on, this show anymore. Let's, let's stop talking about this. Like, all right, all right. What's the point? <sighs> all right. Well, we'll move on uh, from that debate, and we'll move on to eighth place. Uh, full dive, the ultimate next gen, uh, full dive RPG is, uh, shittier than real life. Uh, it stays at eighth place from, uh, last week, looking at everyone's votes. Uh, sixth place from Kai, eighth place from Lance, seventh place from me, ninth place from Plinchy. Uh, we'll head it with the high point man, uh, Kai first. You were at sixth place. Uh, what did you like or dislike about full dive, uh, the blah, 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 RPG next shitty? Yep. <laughs> yeah, shitty blah 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 full RPG whatever. Um, it I I don't think it deserves sixth place, but it's only sixth <laughs> place in, for me because I feel like this week's anime was pretty trash. Like, not like straight okay. up. Like, okay. every, every anime this week, like even the top ones, are didn't really hit the mark. You know, compared to the other weeks, a lot of them were just not hitting the bar and out of that out of all the things that aren't hitting the bar i feel like this anime was closer to hitting the bar maybe in a sense of how like the, 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 i guess the shitty dumb funny shit that they do like he throws the mm. smoke bomb the bomb is like not lit like i saw that coming still pretty funny you know <laughs> oh there's uh there's a and b one's really lame looking one's really sexy we all know where this is going that he's yep. going mm. to a sexy place he's gonna like get fucked over somehow he does it haha <laughs> it's funny but and predictable at the end at the end of the fucking uh, boob strap girl coming in was actually unpredictable like that part was actually like yeah what? And I think that 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 literally made it closer <laughs> to hitting the mark, you know. But other than that, I think it's pretty trashy. Like I hate the main character. I hate Riona. <laughs> Riona's fucking terrible. Like, like, yeah, yeah, everything is terrible. But um, <laughs> you know, it it, it it wasn't that bad this week. I think. <laughs> I hope that if I ever try to buy a car, you're my salesman. <laughs> It's not this bad. This car's pretty terrible. It's terrible, yeah. dude. Let me be honest. But it almost hits but, the mark of passing but. the safety test. <laughs> and he doesn't even show you this. He just says it almost hits the mark, and he doesn't even show you high how, how yeah, high just the this. mark is because it's like, because the mark. And there's no like relative here. comparison. Here. Yeah. <laughs> no, just here. <laughs> but sir, how high is this mark? You're like, oh, you know, it's the mark. You know, the there. one that it almost hit. It's like right there. 
Come on. Use your eyes. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, you see, my problem with this show is, just like Alkai said, is so predictable that mm-hmm. it's now trained me to be a pessimist and assume everything that happens, no matter mm-hmm. the silver lining, it's going to turn out shit. So then when, like, yeah. he gets his... um. He gets, you know, freed from his crime of killing his best friend. Everyone still hates him. I was like, yeah, I knew that would Yeah, yeah, happen. of course. That, that's yeah, so, that's, yeah. That's predictable. I knew that it would be shitty like that. Um, and then, like, yeah, the smoke ball bomb, too. Like, as soon as he pulled out the smoke bomb, I was like, it's not going to You going to like that, bro? Yeah. You're going to like that? It's not going to work like oh, you would in a video game. So, it's so predictable at this point. Like, um. I think the big charm of the show is to be surprised in how shitty it is. Uh, when shitty things happen, um, you're surprised by it. But now it's taking the surprise out, so it loses a lot of that power. But oh, yeah. the one point where I was impressed, like I said, was uh, Mizurisa showing up. I think the <laughs> mm-hmm. um, hero's been hurting for a victory, and I think it's important for him to get like I like IV drops of um, <laughs> victories. But you know, the IV is also like. 10% urine. Yeah, I was so going to say, but the <laughs> IV drop is... Yeah, make sure that he's fed nice <laughs> things, but also they're still a little shitty. <laughs> so, that was that was really good for me. I like that. I like that the worst person he would want as an ally has stepped up to be his ally. Uh, Leona yeah. is almost entirely unbearable to me. Yeah. At this point, she's yeah. really run her course. I don't. I don't even like her tits, dude. The way her tits are, it's like. Oh too man, long. it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's too long. Parody level. <laughs> Torpedo. Bad. She's my favorite character. <laughs> I love oh, it no. when she's on screen and like, her her like head starts at the top of the frame and then the rest is just boobs. It's just like that's and her crotch. character. This is yeah. her. This yeah. is her. Just the boobs. Her, her her like tits are bigger than her head. Yeah, they yeah. torpedo out torpedo and defy tits. gravity. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of gross. Oh yeah, they do this. Yeah, yeah. She, she's really like a like a third world country with like her own nuclear weapons. Yeah, so. it's not even like miracle bra. It's like like god bra. <laughs> like, have yeah. you seen the video where that one chick breaks melons with her tits? Oh yeah, 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 dude, yeah. that's her, dude. She's gonna just gonna yeah. be like on America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, that it, traumatized oh. me. There was like another what was one. Happening. Yeah, it was like I think it was like a like a variety show, and then they were just like she just started from like the smallest things, and they just kept adding like bigger and bigger stuff underneath this lady's tits, and then she just kept smashing them and smashing them, and then she got like a world record or something like that from from doing it like most like smash melons with tits in like under a minute or something like that <laughs> dude, it was dude, like ridiculous Leona. yeah but it's not all natty <laughs> all right we shall move on to seventh place uh cabans will be dispatched uh it was seventh place last week as well uh looking at the votes Fourth place from Kai, ninth place from Lance, fifth place from me, eighth place from Plinchy. Another divide between uh, Plinchy and Lance, and then uh, myself and Kai. Uh, so we'll hit it with the low point man on this one, Lance. Uh, what did you like or dislike about uh, this week's episode of Commands? How does it feel to be on the wrong side of history, you two? <laughs> <laughs> oh man this show is so boring <laughs> oh my goodness um 
yeah it's it's going more that direction that i was complaining about last week is that it's trying to have a plot but it has no business having one when this concept is like what it is yeah um i don't know snow has a one-sided romance with agent six of course it doesn't go well because agent six is just says what is the it says what is the worst thing to say in a situation never what yeah. is a believable thing to say in a situation and i'm just getting tired of it um the demons get slaughtered by mistletane the chainsaw um yeah i don't know what you guys like about it Sniper was cool. Sniping. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty good. The, the yeah, he gave it fourth place. Yeah, the fact that Grim took all the rings. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, I, I, and then she uses that ring like as as like a power, like her anger, and like shoots it at people. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Okay. Grim is still uh, definitely my favorite character. The part where he ta- like pulls pulls down her panties, I didn't think he was going like like I didn't think he's gonna go for the panties. You know, I thought he was just gonna straight like grope for, for the boobs yeah. or some shit. And then he, he like does the panties, and it's like oh, you know, for me <laughs> it was like oh, he like you know leveled up. <laughs> Wow. Um, I laughed really hard at that scene, but I don't think it was like um surprising. Like not on brand. No. He yeah, needs to get brand. the evil points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she consented to yeah. the kiss and the breast fondling. So he's like, I can't do those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Um Snow being like you know, opening herself up. Pretty funny. And then like the way What's the main character's name? Six. Six. Yeah, six. six. Yeah, yeah, six. The way he's six, Rokoko. like, tells her off, you know? It's like, oh, I just wanted... You looked easy, so I just wanted to, like, hook <laughs> up with you kind of shit. Like, the way he tells her off was, like, pretty funny, in my opinion. Yeah, Kai wants someone to tell him that. That's, that's why he resonates with that one so well. Um, but, I also want Heine to, like... I just really want her to be part of our team already. Like, stop teasing us with Heine. Nah, I think I think she's gonna be the one where like she's always gonna be, she always gonna get beaten. Like she's like the no, she's yeah, the team she's rocket, like team rocket. Yeah, yeah like the yeah. failed villain rocket. over and over and over, <laughs> and that's like her job from that one kind of thing. Um, but I, she's literally cooming as things happen around her, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like hell yeah. 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 it out. She's like, why is she blushing for this? Isn't that time to blush? But yeah, dude, um, I'm team Heine, dude. Team. <laughs> I'm, I'm about I'm about those horned beast girls. Apparently, wow. Um, apparently, other than that, uh, <laughs> I I'm I'm happy with why I put it fifth place. I'm happy with the dynamic between the rest of them, other than Snow having her romantic uh, love interest with uh, with Agent Six. That was kind of like whatever, but just the fact yeah. that like Grim and Rose. Uh, and e- even uh, even Alice, like every everyone, like relies on him. Even though you know he's a scumbag mm-hmm. and he does not really good traits about him, it just felt kind of like heartwarming a little bit when they were like, "Don't leave!" Like Rose jumping on his back, Grim weirdly shoving her tits on his arms and like rubbing it back and forth. 
uh and then like uh alice at the end when she uh was happy that uh she was being called a partner and not just a support uh robot or anything like that yeah and uh even the little file uh like ro- report at the end when they sent it to uh to headquarters he even, even said on the report uh me and my partner are doing this or uh, we accomplished this and uh it's kind of nice it feels like they kind of sewed up like a little like mini arc of what they were doing and now uh agent six and alice are kind of like hired mercenaries now not like part of the the mm, night regiment mm-hmm. of the the group so they're kind of like more free to do whatever they like and so now it's going to be one of those things where i'm hoping the other three girls just kind of like get rented out to be part of the mercenary group with agent six and then we'll just do whatever the fuck we like we'll just yeah. yeah random jobs or we'll just go do whatever other evil stuff to do we'll find other demon lords or we'll try to like somehow like he'll start building a base and then snow rose and grim don't even realize they're building a base for another evil army to come down and then you know <laughs> steal their land I, I think that would be pretty ironic that they'll help build an empire that's not for their empire kind of thing and uh, other than that though uh but i do agree with lance though it's, it's still pretty uh lukewarm in terms of like expectations we had at the beginning of the season so uh but i do like the relationships with everyone it's, it's been a lot better kimono michi's better definitely have to watch that and see how that one goes uh, that'll definitely be a media roundup to talk about uh, in the future um yes anyone else for combatants will be dispatched for everyone oh there's this one scene where they see Heine and the demon whatever the elite four come and they're yeah. in the tower and agent six and alice they're like whispering to each other and they're like oh she fell for the trap didn't she and they're like yeah what a fucking yeah look at her <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that was so good i love yeah. like little side talks like that where they 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 actually mean something mm-hmm but it shows like their personality as well it's always alice and agent yeah. six they always that have like this like, little own world thing it meaning something me- being that like it, it's referencing something to a past episode and not just like mm-hmm. shit talk like yeah. nonsense it's like <laughs> yeah yeah, older. yeah yeah that's all for sure it's pretty much that's it okay uh going from that we shall uh, move to sixth place, Shadow's House. It jumped up three spots uh, from ninth wow. place last week. <laughs> and wow. uh, we'll go with the votes because uh, Kai was ninth place, two sixth places from me and Lance, and Plinchy was fourth place. So uh, we'll tell Kai how it was so good. It was starting with Plinchy since you're the high point person on this show. Uh, tell us what you like or dislike about uh, this week's episode of Shadow's House. Shadow's House is Shadow's House rating for me is a product of comparing it to all of the other animes rather than <laughs> uh, you know thinking about this specific episode but um, it was really just like uh, finally we're at the debut you know they didn't beat around the bush they were just like go to sleep we're gonna de- do the debut and then we get like snippets of uh, the the one doll that gets abused we get we get a scene of that we're like okay she really is abused we get to see how all of the other shadows are treating their dolls like how we were always talking like we need to see more like do they we don't actually know and now we know 
I guess. And um, this special doll. What did they say his name was? Edward or something? Edward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Um, <laughs> Shadows don't even know who this guy is. They're like, how dare you, a doll, you know, treat us with disrespect. And he's like, well, you're a low level rank shadow. And so yeah. we're getting like all of this, 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 this information. We're yeah. seeing uh, everything was assumptions before because the sh now we know that the shadows themselves, these children don't actually fully understand. Yep. Um, and other than that, it was just like, just that was it, just information, very palatable. And then at the end, they take away, or Edward takes away the shadows to a garden. And I forget if the doll's name is Ricky. The, yeah. the really stuck up the one, one who's yep. like, who yep. leads his own shadow. Like, that's an interesting dynamic. And it doesn't look like Edward the doll likes that. He thinks that's like, that's so bad. Like, the shadow mm -hmm. needs to be the one in control. And he can see that Ricky is like, you know, hey, master, we should do it like this. And, he's, and the doll is just like, fucking spit on the floor. Don't come into the garden, you disgusting doll. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know where they're going. It's just like, oh, infra, like more lore. Is this, yeah. is Edward grandfather, Lord grandfather's fucking doll? What's happening? Oh, I don't think so, but, uh... Yeah, probably not. Either. He's up there, I think. <laughs> he's he's up there, but, uh, he's probably one of the, what they call, like, a star bearer. Whatever, like, you know, they were saying over and over, like, we gotta become the star bearer. We gotta, like, move on up and stuff like that. It seems like he has, like, one of those yeah. titles or a higher title. Or a uh, higher up. Or, like, yeah. Lord Grandfather has his own, like... Yeah, team of... Handful uh, of dolls. <coughs> yeah. He's be. like, hey, go, go do this stuff for me. Uh, what about you, Lance? Um, nice thing about a Shao's house is every time, it seems like every single time I'm asking for something the week before, they deliver it the next week. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why I really want to see, just like how Punchy was saying, I want to see more of the dolls' one-on-one -on -one relationships with their shadows. And they just did like a big, like, back-to-back uh, -back of every single doll's relationships. <coughs> and it was nice to see like the juxtaposition between yeah. uh, each pair, how every single doll in their shadow are almost like opposites to each other or how like the shadow's personality once we get to know the shadow how that's influencing their doll like rum yeah, her, her shadow's yeah. like super like just cold she's shoulder new. like yeah <laughs> she doesn't talk at all to uh she barely even acknowledges rum's existence so rum has mm -hmm. to like really try her best to like coax she her shadow into doing talk anything to with her, her finger because she can't yeah, talk to her shadow she's so like that's timid so sad. to talk to her anybody because her shout doesn't like encourage her to you know be brave um and then yeah especially ricky i thought ricky was very fascinating that there's mm -hmm. a relationship where the shadow is actually uh, where the doll is actually the dominant one in the pair um kind of leading the shadow along he's really smart and he knows exactly what his shadow is he's like yeah, yeah. The type of person that i gotta be it's really interesting yeah it was very fascinating to see the relationships. And then also, um, like we just watched uh, Django Unchained. Um, Edward is a lot like the the house slave, I guess. Oh, like, like, so, <laughs> Samuel, uh, Samuel Jackson. L. Jackson. Oh my so, like, God. Edward, you're a slave too. But then he like spits on the other dolls like, oh, no, I'm not a slave. I know, like, because you he's losers. a high ranking slave. Yeah. Or, I mean doll. 
uh, I was interested to see if there was a character like that in this show, and there is. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> it was very interesting. I like their uh, the debut wasn't what I expected. I almost thought it would be like a talent show, which I guess it kind of yeah. is, but it's like a it's more like a like a social. So they put them all in a room and they're like, okay, well, go about your business, and I'm gonna like judge you guys as you yeah. evaluate. Go, yeah, evaluate yeah. like how. Uh, well, you and your shadow uh, can be a pair with each other. But that was, that was perfect the way they showed it. Like, mm-hmm. now you get a better understanding on how they view these dolls and how they expect you when you move on up, right? Like, you guys are saying how Ricky was so dominant. Luis is like the complete opposite. She has complete control over uh, her doll mm-hmm. and Lou. Right, like she dresses her up, she gives her makeup, she does, she pretty much follows everything that she needs her to do. That's why she's she's ranked number one right now on top of that little yeah. like mm-hmm. shelf totem pole that they were doing. So uh, this debut, you know, I was on the same boat as Lance. I also thought it was gonna be a talent show, but to be able to show like the different relationships of a shadow and doll together and what they want and what they don't want from you know higher ups is really gonna speak volumes later down the road because now i'm gonna have a expectations of what yeah higher up dolls and shadows are gonna be because this is what they value this is what they want and this yeah. is who gets power is because of these you traits be like so. them then act like them yeah exactly yeah. so uh it's very interesting to see and then we're you know definitely gonna see how kate uh pretty much destroys all the norms you know, because of course her and Amelia Co are the main characters, so uh, they would definitely do something untraditional. <coughs> and then grand- Lord Grandfather or someone higher up is gonna be like, hmm, "That seems that's, they seem pretty interesting. I think maybe we should move and move them on up." But they only want want to move them up to like cause disruption between the like the tops people, so that they can get a higher spot. It's gonna dude, be that's prediction just for material, powers. dude. Yeah. So, well, I would love to make a prediction, but I like I don't even know like a name or like someone higher up yeah, that, who, would who would take that would take and Kate. So, um, I like seeing more Kate's power. Is um, mm. it's very mm-hmm. mysterious. Uh, her power is becoming more and more. You can see like the breadcrumbs of how someone who can do the things Kate can do would be seen as like. Uh, intrusive into this society they have inside this mansion that there's someone with a superpower it seems like no one else can do it that uh, she can bring things to life she used her soot to manipulate Emiliko's body to make her a better dancer yeah uh, so they could dance together properly yep so if she can do that then like what else can she do with that and can she if do she, it to other shadows like yeah, that can I think she that's she a scary yeah um, can she like have power over other shadows or their dolls yeah and that's probably why I like got to keep it on the on the down low, right? Because like yeah. it's supposed to be yeah. a bad thing, right? Like if you have too much or you build it up, mm-hmm. it's just going to turn into monsters. But uh, to be able to have like some kind of positivity or some kind of power behind it, that will scare scare people and scare people that don't know like that kind of thing can be wielded. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. I'm interested to see if the higher ups know that too. Or they just say like, oh, Lord Grandfather just is special and he can just do whatever he he wills himself, but they don't actually know that his, his I don't even know Lord Grandfather is a fucking shadow, but like <laughs> whatever, like yeah. his powers has to do something with Sut kind of thing. And uh, I'm interested to see like that dynamic as well. Yeah. Kate really likes Emilico in it. 
it's it's very nice yeah he, like loves emiliko for who she who is. is and yeah yeah yep well because she had to get past the point of like realizing oh i gotta stop worrying about my status and start worrying about emiliko in general because that was like that was what's holding her back it's just like <laughs> i gotta i gotta move on up i gotta i gotta pass my debut i gotta i gotta yeah. do this and realizing that like she's the one that's creating uh uh the disturbance between her and emiliko so then again no emiliko is like she's like a fucking like guppy with like a like yeah like a two two second attention span so like once one thing no, is yeah, done she's just like going straight to no another leash. thing <laughs> yeah so, uh, i fucking hate it uh and uh <laughs> it, it does get pretty annoying because you're like just bitch just just, just stay 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 still for one time Down, please like it, it's it, yeah i i'm not i don't blame kate for having those thoughts before she decided that emilico is who she is because like <laughs> shit you're my doll can you just fucking just sit there for once like i like i i, yeah. I get it so but hopefully uh their relationship will turn out better once uh whatever they're gonna do at the garden where they're gonna like have like, i think it's gonna of... get better from this episode on because yeah. this episode is more like all the the worries and at the end kate is accepting she's like i like you for who you are and that's yeah. okay and she's just like laugh and then she laughs and you're like that's great you're wonderful <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. laugh harder <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're so good at that good girl yeah, no, i really like kate I think she's very yeah, sweet. Yeah, me too. Uh, and those, it was very heartfelt. Um, how she, yeah, you can tell she just she's really loves mm-hmm. Emiliko. Yeah, especially she's when you see like all the character. other shadows, or you see the one that's like beating up her doll. Yeah, yeah. well, then, like it's yeah. it's the soot that comes out of Kate every time like Emiliko yeah, runs to do something. That to me is always like an indication, like oh, she wants her attention so bad that she's emitting soot because she's like yeah frustrated yeah. and i just like wow yeah. the more set she puts out the more she loves a musical wa- only wants her to pay attention to her kind of thing and yeah uh, well like that, uh like me and my cat. Of, yeah that's the kind of possessive relationship we can all hope to achieve who's someday. giving out the soot mm-hmm. oh it's definitely like the lily <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but outside of the cat box from that we show move on to our we power minute with lance uh so go ahead and take it away hey guys welcome to the we power minute this is our q a segment where we answer questions from you the viewers uh today we had a question come in just now it's from uh, our friend pup tarts uh his question today is full dive rpg or rezero which of these isekai would you choose to be sent to and why uh, and you'd be in the position of being the main character of these shows. I think the realistic one isn't that bad. Yeah, I don't think I would kill anybody. Yeah, you know, if you really just play it out like you're living your normal, normal life <laughs> and not do anything As you would in an isekai, right? Wait yeah. a minute. Hold on, though. <laughs> what if, though, that game is rigged? So no matter what you do, even if you're a normal person, you'll still somehow end up killing them. Not even by knife, but by something else. Like what if like, what, what if Martin not- like accidentally chokes on the apple and then 
and then he um, dies. I'm not and then no one choked else. on apple. Yeah, but no one knows that. But like Kamui says that there are different ways, right? And he's like, "Did you choose the route where you killed your best friend? You're trash. Die." Yeah, I'm not I trash. I'm not gonna kill my best friend. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think I think there's like a part of him that's like full of shit. So I, I don't really like trust everything that he says. Like it's all with a grain of salt at this point with the with Kamui. Like I get he beat the game, but like, did he truly beat the game, or did he like find some kind of like crack in the system, or you know whatever? So because who wants to fucking beta test this game, dude? Like this game's bullshit. So Hidito does. That's yeah. who. I guess. No, Kito was the beta tester because in- the game was actually fun. You beat this <laughs> game. What do you even? What do you walk away with? Really? Just wow! I blew sixty bucks on this. <laughs> Congratulations! 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 You've won a shitty game. Click here to collect it. Um, but okay, so you can either have a shitty game that you bought for sixty dollars, or you can go to ReZero and have a harem of maids, a hot half-elf girlfriend. And die gruesome deaths every at the end of every week. Yeah. And all you have to do is just die countless times. Over and over. Sometimes like, like a progressively lot. Worse like ways. five in one hour. Yeah. <laughs> you guys Kinda. are crazy, dude. <laughs> I think I think it's pretty clear which one's the better one. You actually get something out of something in the end for being tortured. The other one, you get tortured and you lose money. Hey, but if you're into that torture shit, maybe you enjoy it, you know. But oh yeah, if you, but if you we actually know that die, I in don't the Misa Risa scene, a, you would just stay in. I don't know if there's like a fetish flesh. for dying, you know. This ain't well, cyberpunk. If you want torture, you can just get it from Boobstrap Girl. Like that's yeah. that's literally her character. So yeah, like I'm choosing full dive because I'm going to become a uh, gout man. <laughs> just gonna <laughs> drink at a bar for ten years yeah, and I'm never leave chill. my room. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, hey, you got the you got the good stuff. Yeah, like no, we have root beer. I'm like okay, good enough. Yep, it tastes yes. like Coke. I heard beer, <laughs> right? Yeah. Coke. That's what it was. But uh, yeah, so I can't. It's so hard to believe, like, I want to be part of ReZero because, like, even if I try to live a normal life in ReZero, I'm the main character. Shit's coming to me. So, I'm <laughs> fucked either way. Yeah. And uh, some of the stuff that, like, Subaru had to go through is uh, not kosher. Yeah. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So it's not uh, Christian family friendly, <laughs> to say yeah. the least, the things that happen to him. Like, if I had to see, like, one of like the loves of my life get like fucking twisted up like she's playing twister but in the air and by herself i don't know if i can i don't know if i can handle going back a second time around hoping that it won't happen again so that says something about super like honestly when you think about it like the things he's seen and have happened to him and to the people he cares about like his mental fortitude is like off the charts it's like almost superhero is insanely strong yeah that's why like those scenes where like he like when he went back and he talked to like his mom and dad like those were very like impactful episodes just because like super it showed Subaru being normal and actually yeah. human for once where like he just doesn't need to like shrug it off or whatever like he actually got help to get past the trauma and uh it was it was nice but for most part Subaru is a fucking freak okay uh next question for the weed power minute uh 
What's your favorite candy? Reese's Cups. Why? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> there was a time when I live uh, when I lived in Cali during high school. I lived really close to a Seven Eleven, and that was around the time I would play League of Legends a lot. So I was on my computer a lot. And I, I would just get hot fries and Reese's Puffs and donuts. Re I don't know. Reese is just so good. Like It is, though. Like, if you, chocolate if you ask me for buttery. a reason, that's the only thing I can think of is because I just ate it. And it was just so like, I gotta get the Reese's. Just, I just get it. It's a very strong so combination, good. I feel like. Almost like a timeless one. Yeah, if I can go back in time and, 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 peanut and butter. dip chocolate bar into peanut butter and then like be the one that created that. God. Oh, like the Family Guy uh, skit? Me and my children and my children and my children afterwards, man. They'd be living the fucking rich life forever. <laughs> I think dude. about that sometimes. Like, this, somebody invented the straw and their grandchildren's 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 dog lives a better life than I do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, right? dude. Oh, absolutely. Like, Even the fucking rats in their mansion live a better life than me. Because at least they get the scraps of the truffles that fall off from their fucking plates. No, the rats that's living in the factory that builds those fucking straws. <laughs> Are better to, better like than me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely for sure. Kai, do you have a favorite candy? Yeah, I like um, usually anything that's covered in that uh, sour crystal thingies. It's basically, oh. you know, those citrus powder. Yeah, like the yeah the little crunchy. Um, yeah, so like, I, I you know, sour, like sour skittles. Oh, yeah. shit. Or like, you know, sour gummy worms or um, that sour powder, man. That shit's so good. I remember long ago they had these uh, Kool-Aid jammers, right? So it's basically those Capri oh. Sun in those pouches. But they had these straws where the inside of the straws were coated in those sour crystals. No. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then so when you Where? drank it, drank it, like, it would be sour, dude. I think it's called sour Kool-Aid jammers. I'm pretty sure, dude. Yeah, citric acid. Yeah, dude, that I shit see was it. so good. Oh, you guys What the it? fuck? I've never seen this. That sounds jank. <laughs> dude, this is like when I was in, like, middle Yeah, what era is this? Shit. Shit, dude. I didn't drink enough juice in middle school. And I got it because I had tennis practice. Yeah, it's called Sour oh. Kool-Aid Jammers. Sour Kool-Aid Jammers. I think it was this one. Pretty sure. Straw. This? I'm looking around for it. No, see, it had these thick straws, though. Now, I don't remember those, but I do remember, um, I think they were like cereal straws where they like had, the straws were edible <gasps> and the inside was like oh. coated in chocolate so that as you drink milk, it like makes it a little bit chocolatey. <laughs> like the kind of stuff that they got to trick kids into like drinking milk was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> drink more milk, you idiots. Just make the straws candy. Run out of lactose intolerance. Yeah, I'm not oh, yeah, getting it. I think it's called a high C sour blast. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. High C sour blast. Yeah, yeah I was in Kool Aid. God damn I it. it Kool Aid. Okay, it's same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah they're, they're... Okay, but, between Kool Aid and high C, I actually like high C more. Yeah, because you're from Hawaii. 
Whoa. I mean, they're doing stuff like this. That's crazy. Uh. Oh, wait. I remember this commercial. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I've seen this commercial before. <laughs> yeah. They're fighting the Ooh. tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're always like, oh, man. Japanese people have such weird dude, fucking commercials. So nah, good, dude. Though, Americans man. are weird. This shit was so fucking good. I love it. Like, I love that citric acid on anything, dude. That's cool, actually. <laughs> What's this grenade looking one? Oh, you just want to. Little spray get candy, dude. You know those school? spray candy? Those sour head spray candy. Oh, yeah, candy the spray. That they sell? You just. Yeah, they sell oh, like God. Just mace your tongue. Dude, yeah. Towards the end of it, like, you know, I'll keep spraying and enjoying it. And towards, like, maybe, like, a fourth of the bottle through, I just, like, open it. <laughs> and then I'm just, like, taking sips of it, dude. Wow. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. But every overall, child's friend. Like, I'm not a, overall, I'm not a fan of like candy or like sugary candy because I just don't like sugary things too much. But the sour oh, shit. The cats are fucking outside. Uh, I thought that was like your roommate just moaning outside your window. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you sure that's your house and not my house? No. It's sure, it's your house and just not really. My cat should meet your cats. <laughs> Damn, dogs are like, stop, it's late at night. No one wants to hear that. Damn, I have got <laughs> the neighbors. six months, please. But yeah, pretty good shit. Oh man, I'm getting big nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> that's not the word I thought you were going to say after big. I like the Symphony Hershey chocolates. Oh, can I still buy these? I will buy a. I'll buy a box and drink. I bet you it's like. Were you gonna say Lance? Like 2008. That's the last one. Last time it's been sold. And you're just gonna get like a fucking ten-year-old drink. Ugh, maybe on eBay. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, uh, Peter. Do you have a candy that that you really like? Uh, chocolate-covered raisins count. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't forget. How are you doing with that um, jar, by the way? Oh, it's been done for like the past like week now. Last time we checked on you was <laughs> a week ago. Are you having withdrawals? It's, uh, it's been empty for a <laughs> oh while. Oh my god. <laughs> so I've been just, uh, I'm just going to hold back a little bit. I got to whip myself back into shape before I fucking send it down to fucking uh, well again. Just before uh, you destroy then, yourself again. Before I destroy myself and just eat it really quickly. So I'm just going to wait. I'm I'm already like 160 pizza rolls uh, full on like the past two days because that's all I've eaten. Your stomach's just rolls. like, no Please more. stop. <laughs> mercy. You're hitting mercy. almost the age of 30, sir. You're not getting any younger. But I'm just like, I want another 160 pizza rolls. Um, Do you? <laughs> yeah, I actually... I just finished like the last like 40 from the 160 bucks and like kind of want some more so no nice nice and attic you see what yeah. happened i mean i used to like eat pizza rolls like crazy in high school so uh middle school and you high did. school so it's nothing yeah. new so same with like cho uh, chocolate covered raisins like every time uh we would go to like the movies i would always get a box of chocolate covered raisins even though they're like fucking five bucks a box and it's like three handfuls and i can knock it out before we even sit down oh, yeah Okay, so, buying candy at the movies just <laughs> that's actually nightmare. my favorite candy so it's a bunch yeah. of crunch 
Uh, I just oh, remember always getting that as a kid. Yeah. Uh, every time I went to see a movie, my parents would always like buy me a box of Bunch of Crunch. And oh my God, I would just infuriate everybody around me because they would just go like, <laughs> as I shake like the Bunch but, of Crunch. Right? Bunch of Crunch <laughs> is like bunch the of crunch. best, right? Holy yeah, shit. That's a pass. I totally it's so forgot solid about that. Of a, it's a candy. So good. When I uh, saw like that, uh, you know, remember that one Jimmy Neutron episode where he was like, let's create like the best candy in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was, yeah. Like, I remember that and he made like, he engineered like the best candy ever and it actually like was so crazy addictive that the whole town was after it. Um, I always thought like the base of it was probably selling similar to a bunch of crunch. Yeah. Because that's because <laughs> yeah. like, I've, that's what I feel towards bunch of crunch. Like this is like cocaine, dude. Yeah, I can agree. Dude, look at this. Nestle Bunch of Crunch Dipped Pretzels. Uh, okay, that's just fucking weird. It looks like white chocolate. <laughs> oh, it looks so good. On a pretzel. It looks like someone swabbed the inside of your nose. It's like salt. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, damn, this is ice cream. Oh, yeah, there is an ice cream. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. They had Bunch of Crunch ice cream. <laughs> Not as good. Fuck, man. It's been so are long since talk about it. Yeah. Uh, someone made a bunch of crunch cake sometimes people like you go to like an ice cream store here in in hilo or at kona and they'd be like hey do you want to put a bunch of crunch on your fucking ice cream yeah you fucking do, <laughs> yeah, <I> do. <laughs> yo 15 15 pack is uh 40 bucks it's pretty expensive yeah i think it's kind of a might be like a novel sort of candy no i don't think it's like dude you can probably massively productive boxes, anymore dude. you can get the wholesale style bo- bags dude because that's how i rarely see it in the stores now do. lance will buy you that when you move to the mainland as a housewarming <laughs> gift wow oh, I, amongst, I you, amongst actual housewarming gifts i i i thought you were gonna go the the other route where like you're just like line it up like a trail and you're like trying to get him to move to the mainland by just lining up <laughs> bunch of crunch trail to get into the mainland and then no, like pull the strings box falls on him now he's stuck <laughs> on the mainland when it happens it'll happen yeah well that's up so and then we'll get you we'll find you posters to decorate your wall <laughs> that sounds like a content video waiting to happen just like let's decorate lance's room and then it's just gonna be i walk in and you guys are like ta-da and i'm like you know i hate it <laughs> <laughs> thanks i hate it avocado <laughs> thanks <laughs> And then he just moves right back to Hawaii. Like the the, the next day, he's gone. <laughs> Where did we go wrong? <laughs> mm, was it the dragon dildo or was it the fucking just posters of hentai? I thought he liked his body pillow and uh, yeah. Booby Mouse the, pad. the only thing missing is the dragon dildo. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that will wrap up the Wii Power Minute. If you have any questions for the Wii Power Minute, feel free to leave us a comment or uh, send us a message on our social media. We'll be more than happy to feature it in the next podcast. Um, but until then, let's head back to the ranking board, Peter. Ah, thank you, Lance, for those riveting questions. Uh, and we shall hit the top half of our board for week five. Uh, let's start out with fifth place. Uh, to your eternity. Uh Looks like it dropped down one spot from fourth place last week. And looking at everyone's votes, 
Seventh place from Kai. Fourth place from Lance. Uh, eighth place from me. Third place from Plenchy. Again, uh, the divide uh, has been shown uh, time and time again on this board. Lance and uh, Plenchy are on one side. Me and Kai are on the other side. Uh, so we'll start with the top half first. Uh, Plenchy, you put it at third place. Uh, let's hear uh, what you uh, like or dislike about this week's episode of Fumetsu. Itai. <laughs> that's not their face material though if, that, if that's the case yes it is it is it says a lot i mean it um like no <laughs> I, I think about it like he's picking up words that have really big impacts on him does he regret hurting this guy because he has like that reaction but he fights anyway he stabs the guy and there's like a ring and he's like uh he like reacts to it that's like the whole thing of what lets him transform or like learn gain. and grow yeah yeah so there there it's not like is he going to take oh like he doesn't eat better until he got hurt which like that makes sense i don't know if that actually like means the same but I do think more could have happened this episode, but I still liked seeing that there's this new whole area. We get a better understanding of like what these villages mean. They're super fucked and now they need to escape. And I think they're just going to escape next episode instead of like spending too much time in one place. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, like Corona's already out and about trying to oh, yeah. bus march out. Corona's. So. Uh, what is the word? Uh, Huge competitor for good uh, best best girl. Best girl, yeah. I like her. Yeah, a lot she's pretty sure. awesome. She's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just I know this is a building episode, and, and that's why like it's hard to this like. Week, man. Yeah, this week in general is not as uh, a building great week, as pre- yeah. previous weeks, it but is, we yeah. know how it goes. I liked it. Like yeah, we know how it goes. Mm-hmm. We're almost at the middle of the seasons, and all the seasons need to start mm-hmm. ramping up to get to some kind of like climax. So uh, we know how it goes, and uh, that's why like I don't think this episode was particularly bad, but uh, like to me, like nothing truly stood out. Like even like him learning new words, I like to me that's par for the course now. And mm-hmm. him that's choosing He's him choosing to. words is like. I, I get like if maybe choosing words would be like a particular trait like he'll p- pick up certain words for certain situations but I mean like you know it, it just happened because that's the event that happened to him it wasn't like he chose to say that word kind of thing yeah. so um, but I understand the significance of it because that's the event that happened to him but other than that though I'm just waiting for the bear I'm just waiting for him to turn you know into the bear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah, know it's, it's coming. Like, there's no, there was no point of like setting up March to take care of the bear over and over and over, and there wasn't gonna like have uh, uh, Joanne just Ooh, turn she, into the bear. So, uh, but other than that, though, yeah, just not a lot happened. But I get it though. It's like the, I always keep forgetting. It's like this is a 20 episode season, so like I'm not. I shouldn't be like trying to rush anything. Mm. We're slowly building places here and there. And you know, I'm not, I shouldn't think of like a Majino Tabi Tabi or Kino's journey where we're done in an episode or we're done oh, yeah. in two episodes. Uh, even if we leave this village, that doesn't 
fix the problem that we have, right? Is uh, they know uh, Joan is immortal and they want that power for whatever, however they're going to get it. You know, I don't really know how far their technology is, but they've always suppressed 40 villages and pretty mm-hmm. much led them by fear by the Onogumi is going to kill their villages if they don't, uh, you know, send them a sacrifice. So they're they're pretty much running a dictatorship. So now that's like Joan just turns into a bear and just literally just body slams the entire like city and levels it. Uh, once they leave it, it's still going to be a, a problem that that's going to follow them until, you know, they kill uh, Hayase. Yeah. So. Yeah, but even Hayase, like, I feel like, I don't know if she's like the leader of this um, this cult, I suppose. Of like think, hairy men, yeah. <laughs> but um, which are not hairy because yeah. I think the one guy's like wig fell yeah, off and actually, he was bald. Yeah, it was actually like a mask or something. Like, why would yeah. you do that to yourself? It's a uh, Japanese fashion, actually. Oh. It's not like uh, it like samurais like that like wore something like that too. Like depending on like uh, what era you if mm-hmm. you were from. Like they wore these like big like war helmets, hairy, like ornament things. Oh, that's cool. The ones that conceal your it's whole face. It's kind of like too. you know those uh those guards in London, you know, with those big hats, kind of like mm-hmm, that, I guess. Mm-hmm. To to signify like where they're from and yeah, what sure. army they're doing yeah. that. Okay, interesting. But uh, yeah, I was happy to learn more about Perona, why she feels so protective of March, because she's not March's sister, but yet she no. seems like just so protective of her. Uh, and then I was also happy to see Fushi, or uh, Joan, like he's learning very rapidly, which is what I was expecting. He's just going to keep snowballing like, rap- like right now, he's like one 1.0 speed. And he's like gonna increase like <laughs> 1.5 speed next episode's gonna mm-hmm. be like 3.0 speed already oh yeah 6.0 speed and he's just gonna keep evolving so rapidly he learned how to say more words he learned how to eat to a certain dis- certain degree he learned how to materialize weapons just by looking at the weapon and, and recognizing that mm-hmm. it, he identified that this object is meant to hurt somebody mm-hmm. he was able to materialize it so his powers are growing at a very f- almost frightening pace because you can see what he's capable of yeah um and especially uh which i i'm predicting will become a major issue people like hyasa are going to want to use him yeah as like a weapon i think it would also be just a major issue for uh joan or fushi himself because the intelligence will ramp up and like be at a high level but the emotion and everything behind it like reasoning and like human reasoning to understand mm-hmm. the intelligent decisions he makes and how that impacts others. Uh, I'm curious to see like, because March is, that's what March is there for. That's like kind of like his moral yeah, compass. human teacher. Yeah. So I wonder like how fast he'll learn that too. Um, Cause it's not a real true indication. Like he's learning human compassion from March yet. I know it will come, but I'm just wondering like, Will it be as fast as his intelligence, or is just going to be slowly yeah. like a robot right kind of thing? He's only yeah. he's only like really a parrot. Like he he just copied what he's he hearing. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know why he's doing it. Exactly. Um, but we'll see how it goes. But the relationship together, March and uh, March and Joan, 
uh i i love it march is a fucking national treasure and uh, i'll keep saying it every week in a week out like i it, the moment she dies is the moment i'm done and i'm like it's all over for me so uh because she's the best do you think she'll die uh no because because joan needs like i said joan needs that uh more compass uh to teach him uh and it's hard to see her die like i can see perona die but because she's protecting march but it's hard to see march die uh because she's mm. too attached to uh to joan already so uh let's move on to uh the rest of the board uh pretty much ties uh from here on out on the top half of the for uh, from fourth place to first place we pretty much uh, are all over the place on our votings uh this week <laughs> so uh tied for third place uh we'll start with odd taxi uh jumped to two spots from fifth place last week uh looking at anyone's votes first place from uh kai third place is from the boys rest of the boys and uh sixth place from plinchy so uh we'll hit it with plinchy first uh you're the low point person on this show uh what did you like or dislike about this week's episode of autaxi it's just the same about wanting to binge it rather than uh waiting and critically kind of going at each episode mm -hmm. um this is a good anime but like seeing it with just one episode is very like i guess in its own way i'll keep saying it i just want to binge it <laughs> yeah uh, i can't i have to i'd have to rewatch the whole episode to kind of remember the the really really big important parts or i watch the next episode and then when they point out things i'm like oh yeah that thing and so it's very like in the moment i'm very i'm very into it i'm very excited but after i like i totally forget about it there's not a lot of things that for this episode for this week uh, hasn't really stayed in my mind i just know that there's mm -hmm. a lot of driving he talked to the idols um and then the shiba wants the dash cam yeah that's it <laughs> uh, okay then Kai uh, do you feel the same way or do you feel uh, differently no I think it was I don't know I I, I, I like it. you better know your first place on this show dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how like old, old like Odakawa's attitude through all of this while so many things are going around him and how he's always just calm and collected like he's uh, he's talking against Dobu right mm-hmm Mm. and you know the guy's literally like i'm gonna tie you up and throw you in a bathtub or some shit yeah waterboard that whole time he's like uh, calm and collected um even though there was like some sketchy you know shiba dog before that before him too right um what else did i like <laughs> uh See, like, this whole week was just a bunch of, like, middle, like, episodes that connect to the the main thick story. And 
out of all the you know mm-hmm. choices i had i felt like odd taxi was like better out of those like um <laughs> the dude one of the dude um wins the lottery yeah oh yeah the, the, the one was, that was uh, a fan of uh the main uh Whatever the puppy one is. The idol. Uh, yeah. 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 And then the dude was like, Otakawa, just give me some random numbers or something. Yeah, and he won him money. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh. a bigger narrative that yeah. keeps going on, even though we're not yeah. with them. The guy that spent all his money on the the, the white dog, the, the main oh, one. Oh, wow. I totally he, forgot. Yeah, he yeah. asked for a wow. random amount of numbers. And yeah, he, he, won, he won the jackpot. He won the lottery. So now he's rich. And now he can give all his money to Nikaido. Yeah. And buy all her CDs. And, you know, handshake events okay. the, uh, up the wazoo. So, yeah, he's okay. made it. Yeah, which I find it funny that like they show that and then they like, I like they and then they're showing like Kakihana, like oh, fucking Kakihana, <laughs> poor boy trying Fuck. to look rich and he is not rich whatsoever. And then like the little uh, loan receipt popped out of his pocket and uh, it, it, it it like no one's picking it up and I feel like that's gonna be like the beginning point problem that we'll have this next episode. That uh, yeah, because they're showing everything for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you clapping for? (laughs) There's got to be a reason why he wins the lottery, dude. Oh yeah, no, there will be, and it it will come back. And then like uh, Shirakawa and Kakihana, right? They're aren't they like both in debt? Like that's that's why like uh, like Shirakawa is selling meds, right? As a side, right? It's to pay off her like her debt. Yeah, Yeah. and then there's a guy who like suddenly just is completely rich now, and then in like the middle of it, there's like Otakawa and some yakuza involved. Like there's like you can only see this going one way where the guy's gonna get hustled out of money and shit. Like oh yeah, through Otakawa dude, while he's just like. That's the sure thing, like, they, they they may all seem different, but they're all connected, right? Like, the fact that, yeah. like, the guy the that won... Is Otakawa. The 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 guy put the phone in his taxi, right? It wasn't Tanaka who put the phone in the taxi, right? It was, um, what's her name? Uh, she held the, one of the idol girls. She shoved, she left her phone in the taxi on purpose. Yeah, right? What's the connection there? Oh, find My out. Was, she, um, Tanaka's little little sister no i don't think so because the right isn't tanaka able to chase the car because it looked like he was ha- having a gps and yeah. then it panned to the car in the car seat but yeah. that's the idol girl's phone so that means that tanaka has some sort of relationship with her yeah like he yeah. asked her or yeah, some- something like that right yeah, we don't know yet. It hasn't shown. Or there was like an uh, Easter yeah, egg I somewhere. I don't know why she did that. Yeah, somewhere, some shape or form. But yeah, everyone's connected somehow, some way. And uh, some are obvious and some have been shown and some are not obvious yet and like still a mystery to uh, how they're all connected kind of thing. So, but yeah, like Kai's right. Like him, that guy winning the all that money is going to come into play because like him being connected to Otakawa, which is connected to all the Yakuza, connected to people who are in debt that need the money. Uh, every Everyone is going to want that money sooner or later or is going to come into play. And it's crazy like how all this stuff is happening and we still haven't really truly talked about the high school girl. 
like that mm-hmm. was like the main mystery to begin with and part of the synopsis of the of the trailer and like how people like read and be like okay maybe i'm interested in autaxi and like we haven't even like come close to touching like or solving that uh, that problem yet and i'm like it's it's crazy how we just keep building more and more problems all in his fucking taxi fuck if you want to have a conversation that's you don't want anyone else to hear don't have it in my goddamn taxi like shit dude yeah every (laughs) single time (laughs) okay what if the idol agency so wait the idol agency is definitely shady right oh yeah absolutely oh yeah all right so is oh, it like yeah. the idol agency uh, basically like um a pimp pretty and much renting out idols to go yeah, on dates with like basically people right and then yeah, 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 yeah. money out. pretty much that was the conversation shiho was having yeah uh, right? and idol industry yeah and yeah. then basically the guy a guy did that and then they kidnapped a guy kidnapped a girl uh, the 16 year old yeah isn't that what it is could be but we don't know what the high school girl did we just know she's a high school girl do we even know which high school have we even met her yet no they just we've only heard reports right like on the news like oh 16 year old high school girl gets kidnapped or like disappears or whatever but we have no idea like her background name if she was having a job but obviously she's connected to something or someone and uh you know Some as boss's classmate's daughter That's something it. like that yeah so uh how but how that like relates this we're on episode five i think out of 12 12 12 confirmed 12 nine. 13 13 oh man we're only halfway oh. through yeah it's that girl the, that high school girl must have worked at the idol that's why the, the probably the, the guy wants the the data because Odaka was like I'm pretty sure I took a different girl to this place and he's like a different girl that wasn't any of these three today yeah missing high school girl give me your fucking data because you haven't even met this girl yet either this bunny girl <laughs> mm-hmm. so she's gotta come to play haven't seen this one yet yeah we have oh have we that's oh, yeah, the first girl they uh, pick up. She's oh, one of the idols. Isn't that her name? Is her name? Her name's different, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, see, the thing about the idol's name is that it's one, two, three. I just realized. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're me. I just noticed it now. I don't know. It's, I think I think it's the mo- one of the most interesting shows of this season. I think the Definitely. ones that keep you thinking. Definitely, you know? yeah. Yeah. The whole like having presence in the. I don't know the IRL world where they're on social media and you can download their app and their website is really cool. Yeah, super cool. the The world they're building with this show is it's like a living thing. It's very, very mm-hmm. fascinating to to watch how the story develops. Do you think? Oh no, I, I was gonna say. Do you think each week that goes by here is also a week in the anime? Probably not. No. I don't think so because no because um the the hippo when he posted that that was like in october and then i remember somewhere i think it was last week or this week they were they were like there was a a date and it showed it was around like november ish 
So mm-hmm. I think it's in that time period that like mm-hmm. when okay. when Kabasawa the hippo posted it. I only remember October because when we were checking his Twitter last week, I, I saw yeah. the date and I was like, shit, they yeah. fucking were thinking about this like months and months back and posted it on that date. So I think it's in that time period. Not what not week to week present time with us, but week to week uh twenty twenty, late twenty twenty when uh they made that. So you know what I would like to see? Um for that RL social media, he uh just randomly because like the timeline is different than where they're at because like what what's happening right now with Odakawa in the show is probably like the end of last year technically. Mm-hmm. it'd be funny if he posts like a picture and it's like him at Odakawa's funeral and he was like rest in peace brother I found this on my phone and forgot to post it I still think about you yeah and then it's Oof. just like completely Oof. like no context and then like maybe two three weeks later Odakawa dies in the show now we gotta check his twitter again <laughs> <laughs> like they yeah. just do like just That's a random crazy. Yeah, like that makes you want to keep thing. checking the twitter that makes me want to download twitter and be like I mean, not really, but <laughs> not that. Because that potential is pretty crazy. Because yeah, you would have to wait can... for the anime to find out anything like that. But you need to be like, watching both. Oh, of them for the big fans! The big if story. you were following the Twitter, you would have known that Otokoa died two weeks earlier. Well, he hasn't tweeted since November seventh of twenty twenty. So that's so fucking crazy. He, but maybe oh, that's shit. where okay. like Hippo died. Hippo died yeah. in the show. And then he dies oh my on that God, date. No. See, this is the YouTube video that he posted that got 10 million views. Oh no. D- what's his name? Dabu's gonna ke- find him and fucking kill him. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, this fucking, like, and what makes you think you post a YouTube video right being a vigilante? And you're a fucking hippo. You're gonna yeah. die, kid. He looks like a yeah. child. Yeah. Well, he's probably like in his early 20s or whatever, right? So. He's like, yeah, he's like late teens or something or just yeah late teens like just turn 18 and doesn't know what to do with his life kind of thing yeah. but uh yeah that was the last tweet and yeah it was that tweet of that uh video he posted holy shit you got a turtle so <laughs> the but, but that's the thing so if that's the last thing he tweeted like maybe maybe lance is right maybe he does die because he wants to stay viral, right? And the fact that he's not he hasn't posted in a long time probably means oh. he stopped or he he's dead already. He's, he, or he yeah, can't someone post stopped him or he's dead. Yeah, or so yeah, someone stopped him, yeah. So or he goes at Dobu and then he realizes bap, bap, I can't do this. Yeah, fucking yeah. dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, the Yakuza stopped him from doing, you know, yeah. whatever he I'm wanted on social so damn hopefully we'll get that soon That'd be pretty cool all right we will move on uh to the next anime on our top 10 ranking board uh also tied for third place as well tokyo revengers it was third place uh last week uh looking at everyone's votes second place from kai fifth places from plinchy and lance and in first place for me again another divide between the four of us uh, and I'll start first since uh, I was the high point man on this one. Uh, I'm absolutely enjoying like all the characters uh, in this in this show, and even though they're all delinquents, like just the fact that like like this was like a kind of Draken esque episode, yeah, and to really show 
who Jacken is is like I love it. I love the fact that like I feel like we're gonna learn more about these like you know uh, the Toman and like who the leaders are, and then we're gonna realize you know they're delinquents, but they're delinquents for nothing too bad of a reason, right? They're not like bad people. They just have like this brotherhood. Yeah, they have this brotherhood between each other that like they look out for each other and they take care of each other. Uh, And it's very wholesome. Like uh, just the fact that like, like some like a captain's buddy like got fucked over from another gang and then they just think we're gonna fucking kill these people. Like as much as like that's crazy sounding, like that whole like meeting they had where it's like, what do you want to do? Do you mm-hmm. want? Do you want to? Do you want to get at them? And he's like, but I don't want to ruin the game. Like the fact that this guy had the, like, the just humility, just be like, yeah, no, I want to fucking kill these people for fucking up my friend, but I don't want to like ruin the gang for this. But they were like, but he was Mikey was like, do you want to do it? He's like, yeah. It's like good. The rest of the boys here didn't have this like second second thought about like wanting to support you. We're here for you, and that like. That shit's like holy shit. That's yeah, uh the brotherhood that they all have with each other. Yeah, that's uh that's ridiculous of like how loyal they are to each other and how much like Mikey is like as a leader. Like the fact that like he is like he could be just like a dictator, right? Or like we know like most of like these like crime syndicate gangs or yakuza, they're very for themselves. They're very for profit for themselves and to take care of themselves. But like Mikey's here for the boys, for the Toman gang. Like he he will die uh, for any one of these, no matter how small on the pecking order that they're at. Uh, and uh, I find that fascinating. And then the fact that like Draken uh, is so important to mikey as a leader like like everything i wanted about this gang is exactly uh what i'm getting like no way shape or form i thought these guys were bad or uh we're gonna have to like fight them or anything like that like i like when takamichi goes back is more like befriending them and understanding who they are as people and like the slice of life aspect of it is getting bigger and better and more wholesome and emotional and uh yeah i'm here for it yeah it was nice to see draken and uh, mikey's relationship and get to know them well because uh the more i learn about mikey the more i see he's just a kid like mm-hmm. uh, he's in charge of this this huge gang but like he the way he thinks it's very it's very young he's fucking um, 13 or whatever yeah, right third year yeah, middle schooler just like any kid he he just like he falls asleep when he's tired he just like whatever his instincts tell him to do he just gives into it but then yeah. draken is kind of like uh re- uh reining him in uh being like the voice of reason uh like the mature brother to like show him you know how to be an adult really mm-hmm. uh while also looking out for a gang so their dynamic is very clear and it's it's very clear to the viewer what's going to happen if draken is killed because then this kid who's in charge of this powerful gang is not going to have a voice of reason anymore and then where's the spiral of control from there yep and we've already seen it when we went back in the past right it literally killed tachibana it killed sendo uh it's, it's killing like all these people that Ta- takamichi cares for and uh like it's, it's nice to see like even though takamichi's an idiot he can like see how all this connects and how easily uh he can uh 
see what the uh, ramifications are if this happens or that happens kind of thing so is that too confusing in terms of like you know how the time travel thing goes like it's kind of easy to see like if we do this this should happen in the future yeah, kind of thing but it uh, needs to be yeah but uh it's gonna be like there's gonna be some small twist and uh i'm excited to see what that twist is and i just remembered the uh, the time traveling thing um we were talking oh. about it in in very extensively last week but they did it how i thought they were where uh when takamichi leaves the past he reverts back to his original self and <laughs> he becomes dumb he just becomes yeah. the idiot that he is that he was as a kid and like i i really like that because it makes a lot of sense in a way like just because you know uh, adult takamichi comes back in for a week doesn't mean it's going to change who takamichi is as a person uh in in one week it's not it's not that easy kind of thing it's like a consistent uh like yearly thing that you have to make yourself better and uh i'm curious to see how takimichi one he's gonna have to like keep getting himself out of the fucking hole uh that his pre his past self keeps digging himself in uh but two is like what's he gonna leave behind what's he's gonna keep teaching his past self to like learn to be better and to become a better person so uh his past self can you know achieve what he couldn't achieve pretty much so i'm uh, i'm curious to see how that goes about as well it's a very dangerous balancing act he has to do um with the situation yeah that the time travel has put him in because like not putting your attention in one area will ruin the area you're not putting attention in like if you spend mm -hmm. so much time as a kid his adult life he can't hold down a job he can't support himself um yeah if he spends he so much time as an adult then he's on autopilot and he's not going to change anything things are just yeah. going to keep going as bad as they were going so it's, it's super precarious like yeah how he has to find a balance between the two and he's an idiot so <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's it, like he's already a like mental capacity like tenfold to try to figure out uh how to get the best of everything that he wants so i think sooner or later i know sendo was like kind of one of those tipping points but i think sooner or later there will be an ultimatum where no matter what he does he has to choose one or the other and i feel like that will probably be the season finale uh for this season and uh he will have to lose something uh what that is i'm not too sure yet but uh he has to have like a a, a loss that he can't fix and uh, i'm curious to see uh, what that is and how much I'll be crying at the end. Yeah. Mm. I do like that the timeline is one for one too. That um as you progress forward, the exact same time is progressing forward in the the past the past and present move forward at the same pace. But that allows him to like be strategic. Cause then he can pick the dates that he comes back to make like the most impact. Cause they know like a date is coming up where the uh, uh the Manjin gang is gonna fight uh Moebius yeah uh, so he has to he has to save draken before that occurs yeah so yeah there's a time limit for him yeah i think for them it's just that's just kind of setting up like hey this is what we're gonna do next kind of like like telling the reader or like the watcher this is where yeah. the storyline is because to be honest like when they were like talking about it and like okay we got two weeks i thought they were gonna spend like at least a day or two trying to research what happened that day and then figuring out where to go from there but they were like eh fuck it 
And it just fucking shook hands. I'm like, wait, but Takamichi barely knows anything. And then he just threw him in there. I'm like, he's a fucking idiot. You think he can solve this on his own? And I was like, God, in, God damn it. So um, as much as like, yeah, we get to see like they can plan ahead. I have a good feeling that it's going to be one of those like, eh, we'll just send you in there. And yeah, you're, you're the main character. So you'll figure it out. So um like, cause I'm assuming information is very uh, scarce anyways. Fucking 2008. Yeah. So, you know, what's going to get really fucked is if, um, he's in the past and Takamichi accidentally gets Naoto as a kid killed. Then how's he oh, get yeah. back to the future? Yeah. He's stuck. They just got to live out his life That's as a, I want to know kid. more about how the handshake works. Like can, is only Naoto able to do it? Is he special somehow? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I'm already at that point where, like, that's just the plot device is that these two, when yeah. they shake hands, yeah. they just, just go back and forth. And yeah. you accept it. Because <laughs> how else are you going to, like, explain any of this storyline? Like, none of this can happen <laughs> now no that something bullshit that will make sense. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm already at that point. But, yeah, I, I do see that as, like, one of the arcs that, like, he wants to go back and then, like, Naoto is, like, Naruto out of commission. And yeah. he can't shake his hand. Like, I don't even think it's something like him dying or like in the hospital. I think it's something stupid. Like, he has to go to like a field he trip. He's on a school trip. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, shit, <laughs> I got to go back. But they're like, nope, you can't go back. He's on a school trip. And he's like stuck there for like an extra week that he, he didn't want to and didn't plan for. Um, so, because him and, him and Naruto, like future or present time is like, they have to plan it, right? So, like, now he knows he's going to be gone for two weeks. It's like now I gotta order the IVs to come in, the yeah. two week uh, supply to Get like the uh, extra bedpans ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. ass. And once someone finds out that Naruto is just ordering like a whole bunch of like hospital supplies to his apartment, That's fucking weird. It's gonna look fucking suspicious. How long is he gonna do this for? Yeah. Twelve years? Well, Naruto's gonna give up twelve years of his life to like caretake for unconscious Takamichi? Like, I don't know. The implications dude. of this scenario is so weird. That's why I'm thinking, like, even though it's 200 chapters, I don't think a lot of time will truly pass. Like, it may seem like we're there forever kind of thing, but I think they're going to, like, figure out how to say Tachibana within a year. Because it's hard for me to imagine Naruto be able to support, a, like, just dead weight yeah. for a whole year without I mean, someone realizing officer, what's going on. That's a crazy commitment to character yeah. for Takamichi while he's on time travel adventures. Yeah, like how's Sakamichi even going to pay for his rent? He doesn't even have a fucking job anymore. <laughs> I mean, I guess Naoto is just his sugar daddy who is mm -hmm. like a kid compared to him, but whatever. Damn, dude. Shake my hand, dude. I need someone to pay for my fucking bills. <laughs> I like the the new girl. The one that likes Draken. The blonde oh, yeah. one? She's pretty cute. That was interesting. I also like Kirito. We always like Kirito. <laughs> Matsuoka just invading every single show he can. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even know. He's. I like his design though. He, that guy is pretty cool. Yeah, very standout design. Yeah, I. I feel like he's. He's definitely going to be very helpful. Uh, uh, addition to whatever he needs. Uh, helps fixing. So, because he's already so cool with Takamichi, even though Takamichi's only been like, uh, with them for like mm -hmm. a couple of weeks now. But yeah. he's totally like, yeah, he's one of the bros, dude. Don't fuck with him. I was like, cool. Cool, I like this guy. All right. Uh, we shall move on uh, to the top two. And the top two are tied for first place. They both uh, came in at 34 points. Uh, so we'll hit with uh, Moriarty the Patriot first. Uh, it was... Uh, 
jumped up one spot from second place last week. And then looking at the votes, fifth place from Kai, second places from Lance and me, and uh, first place from Plinchy. So uh, we'll hit it with uh, her first. You were the high point person on this show. Uh, what was so good to get Moriarty your first place? And not because you watched it like literally like a couple hours ago. Um, <laughs> it's because I watched it a couple hours ago. Bond. Uh, <laughs> I liked, um, we took a break from being super into Moriarty's group or Sherlock's group and we took a like a different side with um Peterson and Lestrade. Yeah. And I liked it. It was pretty good. And it was like the um, season one again where you're seeing a different point of view and you're seeing Moriarty Moriarty's a uh, group work in the back. And that scene where like Bond goes in and then he doesn't come out until fucking Sher- or Lestrade breaks down the door. And like, someone, uh, someone get the whatever. <laughs> and you hear his Bond's voice. Okay. <laughs> or whatever. He just like leaves. You got and Sherlock it. Yeah. and fucking Watson don't even know. And I'm like, <sighs> well, they don't know. Watson do doesn't know, but I'm sure Sherlock knows. But I think he's already at that point where like uh, Moriarty yeah. and gang are doing something for a good reason or like something's getting yeah, solved and he's pissed and he about it exactly yeah so yeah. So, good. Uh, so like at that point it's like oh okay this problem is solved but what's the overarching problem and i'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure that out and that's what's making them so upset yeah because uh the situation that sherlock is in is um this is a situation he finds himself in every once in a while in the novels and i'm glad they're uh tackling it because i don't know if he really encounters it very often in um uh, like the movies or like the the tv uh series it's that um he's encountering criminals who are actually good they're they're not obeying the law they're doing whatever the heck they want but uh he can't exactly stop them because what they're trying to do is like good yeah good so he's yeah. like in this just bizarre predicament. yeah, yeah. And, I'm uh, sorry. I can't take I can't take fucking Lance seriously with this fucking hair. Because <laughs> it's worrisome because he's like, okay, I can keep letting these guys go, but what is their end goal? I, I don't really understand them still. Yeah. And uh it's I like it because like remember how like Sherlock was like so cocky at the beginning when we first met him in yeah, season one. Exactly. And he yeah. he had like the three ladies around him and he was like, yo, I can guess what this guy's job is and stuff like that. And like he has a smile with sense <laughs> like it's just been like one one problem after another and one like like especially for a man that like he he knows he's intelligent above others and that he's inferior to someone like you can see how much that's grinding him slowly every episode like he's just getting worse and worse and of, of, of like losing and like not being happy so yeah, like he likes to understand he likes to Mm-hmm. be able to comprehend everything that's going on around him yeah and it's not and making it, sense because no why yeah. would it <laughs> yeah which which, like which, which which is funny because like if you just think it like normally like like us we just see robin hood right we just see like they're doing they're bad guys but they're doing it for a good reason but like sherlock in his like like dna he is wired to believe like <laughs> you have to be a good guy doing good things you can't be a bad guy doing good things which mm-hmm. is like you know like it's a no-brainer for us we can see it but like sherlock just can't 
yeah switch it down. yeah which mm-hmm. is like i i like that there a lot it's like he's so strong in his character motive. that he won't he won't budge on that and uh yeah other than that though great bond i love i'm, I'm loving i irene slash bond man i just can't get over it i like how she has a bond car mm-hmm. like, that's so funny that's so yeah. funny <laughs> yeah bond mobile like me me and lance were saying it too when we were watching it like when she showed up to the to the weapons dealer, we were like, "Of course, of course, Bond is the one that shows yeah. up. Bond always gets the cool <laughs> yeah. tools and everything." Toys. Yeah, and and then yeah, when she, when when she was like looking over there, uh, like in the corner, and then we see like the big tarp. We're like, "Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, here comes the car." here comes the bitches and like yeah we were we were like joking around like and when bond is like driving around but <laughs> yeah he's got a bitch like just like on his lap and then like she just comes up after a while and just like clears her lip up and she's like oh where are we going next hun and then bond's like anywhere you want to go babe to the moon baby <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like just that oh, chad dude yeah bond is so interesting yeah just such a fascinating character i'm Mm -hmm. I'm so happy they have uh irene adler slash bond in this this (laughs) universe yeah we were like also talking for like like nominations for uh for like the the golden golden weave awards like where do we put irene is she best girl or is now she best best boy and then like i think plenty was just like just have both Irene yeah. for best girl and then Bond for best boy and I'm just like yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. mind blowing that like this character can be two different things in the same <laughs> season like it's it's I, I don't think it's fair to say that it's Irene twice because yeah yeah James has just run off and created like an entire it's an entirely new character yeah. Yeah. yeah which is like it's wild I like it's hard to like it I I can't think of another one like off the top of my head that I ever seen like a character transformation so quickly that like it's almost it's two separate characters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it's, it's like where uh, it's, it's crazy. Like you just throw someone in the deep end and you just show them like the last couple of episodes of Bond, they just think, Oh, that's just that's just James Bond, right? And then you just show them Irene uh-huh. Adler. It's like, no, that's who this is. Like, who like the fuck what? is that? <laughs> yeah, who do, who's this bitch? And it's like, the same <laughs> Corporate wants you to identify the difference between these two photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that looks the same. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm like absolutely fascinated. I know Bond isn't going to get like, like a lot of screen time after this because like looks like the Moriarty plan is coming into fruition soon. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, the little nuggets I'll get from Bond from now on uh, will be <laughs> mm-hmm. like the highlights of the episodes for me because I'm just enamored uh, yeah. with the character. Everything he does, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is happening right now. Yeah. And like credit to to the mangaka that like mm. like every every character is, is like so amazing. And like I was telling Lance, like even the small characters that like seems so insignificant are like written in a, such a better light and is like more important like peterson or patterson yeah um like lance is telling me like most that? yeah most times in sherlock uh lore like the, they do have like a mole inside the scotland yard but they're just nobody but this guy feels a little bit more important than he should be and like i'm hoping Way for like a s- yeah i'm hoping for like a small 
like a flashback to like Patterson and Moriarty meeting for the first time and like why Patterson does like like does it for Moriarty and like why he works for him because uh, I'm like curious to see how that came about. I don't want a full episode, mm-hmm. but I would just like to see like a little <laughs> yeah, flashback. Yeah, just a quick flashback would be nice. Just a quick. Just a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it looks like we're going to get the main villain uh, next week from the from uh, from the preview. Is that his name? The uh, white-haired guy with the glasses. Mivel- yeah, so Charles Augustus Middleton. I'm really excited that he's going to come back into the fold. I was wondering um, uh, how they would introduce him. So, yeah, I- I'm looking forward to you guys, what you guys think of him too. Hmm. Okay. We are at the top of the summit. Nine animes down, one left. Vivi Fluoride Ice Song was able to keep his first spot just barely though, since it was also since it was tied. Uh, but it kept his first place spot for two weeks in a row. Uh, looking at the votes, third place from Kai, first place from Lance, fourth place from me, second place from uh, Plinchy. Looks like we're almost all in agreement on this one. Uh, so we hit it with Lance first. You were the high point man on this one. First place. Uh, let's hear your analysis on this week's episode of Vivi. She's so bad. She's so bad. Uh, and I mean, like, like Michael <laughs> Jackson bad. Mm-hmm. Her snapping her fingers was like, God, what are you doing to me right now? What's happening? She's 61 oh, years old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Her, uh, just what they did with her character um, was so I didn't expect that. Yeah, uh, I was like to go off of especially like when every time they do a time skip. It's always like a new world that we're thrown in because like five, 15 years, the world changes drastically. But this time it was Vivi who just changed so drastically that they, um, she was so traumatized from her last adventure that during the time skip, she was rebooted because she was basically just like blue screen of death. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and then she rebooted and now she's like, as she, what I assume she got updated to like the latest like AI. Yeah latest sister uh, model, model yeah basically because she is OS so updated. human uh i don't know if they specified that they updated her but they at least See, rebooted her she updated i her thought because she, she just spent time where she evolved more like a human like like she yeah. learned human like uh, features or some shit I, yeah. I know that she has been evolving but like just the the massive change in her personality is is crazy because she's <laughs> We're at the point where me and Pierre are talking. Like we're looking at these um, these AI uh, androids, and we can't tell that they're robots anymore because they act mm. entirely human. Usually, before they could say the first couple adventures, we're like, "Oh, I mean, it's pretty clear that you're a robot. You just stand idle, and you're yeah. very yeah." Um, like like Grace was like an easy pick very when she was just easy. standing there. Yeah, yeah, but now. Like I can't tell. They just seem like normal people now, and Vivi is has become that that level mm-hmm. of AI intelligence, and it's just amazing her. to see how she's changed. And also, in particular, Matsumoto, how he reacts to this new world of AIs, and uh, I, I like the nuances with his character. The way when he he first projected into this uh, this time skip, he immediately sized up that something is very wrong with Diva, and she's not the same anymore. And that mm-hmm. um, uh, the, he immediately approaches her cautiously like oh uh, we're meeting for the first time and Diva responds in kind like 
yeah, I've never met you before. And that kind of confirms Matsumo's suspicions that Diva has changed. Mm-hmm. So this is just such a such a strong like start for this new uh, period in time that we're going to be in. Yeah, uh, I like that a lot. Uh, how about you, Kai? Third place is I think this is the first time you haven't voted in first place. <laughs> uh, first, um, the subtitle was wrong. It's they say the subtitle was like twelve years, but time skip was twenty years. Oh, was it twenty? Okay, yeah. good catch. So, like Lance and I were like watching back to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's like twenty years. Like it's basically. An entire, like, one of our, almost, like, an entire life right there, you know? Yeah. To, like, yeah. learn. Generation. Like, to yeah. Advance, to, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, we think about 20 years, it's just a number. But when you actually think how long 20 years is, especially from the last episode. Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild. I mean, <laughs> like, we're, like, 60 years into the 100-year, like, uh, storyline now, so. Yeah. Yeah, making headway and, on yeah. that. And I think it's also interesting to see that um, how does the theme parks change? Like, mm-hmm. you can definitely see how it was a lot more, like, shoddier <laughs> in, like, the yeah. first couple yeah. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and now it's, like, now, bustling. And now it's, like, honestly, like, vibrant with, like, things mm-hmm. going on. It's cra- it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's uh, got to be because of her, right? She's got to be bringing in the money. Being yeah, how she finally amazing made the main she stage. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I, I didn't like... Uh, there wasn't things... That, nothing happened in this episode. We All we found out was that, hey, this clumsy girl that we found, that we kind of started liking is going to commit suicide. <laughs> That's literally what we found out, right? All we found yeah. out yeah. was that this girl's like a super... Um, clumsy suicide you don't even know what's wrong with her really suicide well i mean that's how these like vivi sets up their episodes right these like little mini arcs is let's present the problem that's going to ruin of humanity and then like the next episode will solve it or the following episode after that so uh (laughs) i don't know just seem kind of like par for the course kind of thing it's like hey here's the problem here's the ai that is gonna (laughs) fucking cause the the war between AIs and humans, and then like, all right, how are you going to solve it, Vivi? And uh, yeah, and then that's what next week's episode's for. So, but I am kind of curious, like, why Ophelia? Not that she's clumsy, but just more like, what what's making her depressed, right? Because it's already mm-hmm. crazy to think that a robot is feeling depressed, but something yeah. that in her life, is- yeah, it's. But she apparently killed herself before, right? So something in her life that we haven't seen yet is causing her to be like that. And how like human like they are now that like outside factors are affecting their their emotion and well being is uh it's pretty scary. <laughs> okay. Uh anything else for Vivi or any of the other animes we talked about tonight? Yeah, we're all good okay well that is it guys that is our episode for this week uh thank you very much for watching listening uh thank you for supporting us please make sure you uh like follow subscribe do everything you can uh to support us uh and other than that 
Uh, does anyone have any uh, last words to say before we log out for tonight? Great. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> same week time, same week place, guys. Bye. Ooh. Bye. Snack! <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha